0: From the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel in Dublin, Ireland. You're listening to the award winning What's the Story podcast. Now,
1: here's your hosts, Danny Murray and Graham Merrow Merrigan. Hello, and welcome to Chapter 58 of What's the Story podcast. That's me for our voice. Straight off the bat. 58! Very good, very good <laughs> emphasis. <laughs> uh, my name is Danny Murray, and as always, the beautiful and fantastic and freshly groomed, impeccable looking. I'm not freshly groomed at all. Looks like your beard is out of trim. No, I'm getting it done tomorrow. Gray American. How are you? Great, brillo. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. <laughs> Cuffs straight away into I'm the microphone. There, man.
2: <laughs> Sweating over
3: here.
1: <laughs> I need to go nuts, <clears throat> deadly. Uh, our, our guest this week is the one morning, Mr. Pete Carroll. How are you, man?
2: Brand, not too bad, you know. Right. Just just settling into the south side here. Stop. I'm, I'm gonna try and stop looking at the door now. Any second, waiting for the pigs to come in and drag me out
1: here. <laughs> It's very opulent around here, lads. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we be the all, best but, for us. You no, know, we do. All I'm well. uncomfortable in this setting. <laughs> By the end of this, you'll be taking caviar from the beautiful Fitzpatrick's Castle. And <laughs> to, to, home. What is caviar? <laughs> I can't wait to,
2: to learn all about these beautiful, exotic fruits you have. He said it was the
0: first uh, castle he's been to.
1: Yeah, 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 that's that's just we just. I've oh, been the Bunratty Castle though. Yeah, it doesn't count. Nah, it doesn't count. oh sorry. It count now Obviously. we're just residents here. This is our castle. Really, yeah. you know, it's, it's lovely. We're the King of the mean, Castles. It's beautiful. You yeah. deserve this. Oh, thanks, thanks man oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> We that like is. to think so. You <laughs> know, <laughs> it's got to the point now where we sneak in though just, <laughs> <out>. <laughs> just for the crack, just yeah. for the crack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you, the lovely listener, doesn't have to sneak in. All you have to do is pop up. Oh, segue! Look at that. Look at that. Segway
2: city. I can understand where this fellas in charity all sound and everything. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't trust you to do that, Graham. I don't,
0: I, I, I don't think you segue that easily. I don't trust. Cho- I don't trust me either.
1: Well, uh, yeah, you can check out the Dungeon Restaurant for beautiful, beautiful food. PJ's Restaurant to treat the family. Or just pop up to the Library Bar, have a couple of scoops of a weeknight evening of a week day de- weekend. Who cares when you do it? Just go up and sample the products, lads. One up. There's only a couple of weeks left in the summer for you to enjoy the Batmans barbecue. Twenty-seven euro, unlimited food, unlimited. You stay here, yeah. Every Friday, man. Every All through the summer. Unreal, that is absolutely how long's left on that uh, until the end of the summer, so only a couple of weeks. Bring a lion
2: over, oh, you know, you know, <laughs> she's it. very thingless though. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get in if we bring a
1: lion, she's very thingless. <laughs> it's a, all right, man. A, love look, it, treat, treat it like a deb, just get dressed up. <laughs> Come on, albert <laughs> This is what from a love Look at this it's from Blanchard itself.
0: <laughs> fucking tuxedo on
1: him. <laughs> Dumb <and> my <dumber> tuxedo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, well, look, bottomless, 27 quid. Just give them a ring in advance. Hope you pop. They'll have a spot ready for you with a burger on the grill. How's our rib game, though? Top notch. They have ribs? They have everything, man. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Look... And so what the, else do you want and you know what right, let's, let's just say you forego the barbecue skip the barbecue <laughs> and you go down into the dungeon for a beautiful meal down the dungeon haunting name though oh man is it S&M kind of oh but no. have someone spinning wrong us?
2: episode <laughs> if you go to chapter 57 <laughs> oh yes oh segway Graham okay, Rennigan sack, Graham.
0: you can't do a segway PZ more' oh, one one. segway I'm going to go
2: for later on this going <laughs> to blow your mind <laughs> John, you know, once I got yeah. lost up here, uh, is is Kelowna Beach the one with all the like the the houses built into the the sides of the cliffs and yeah. all? Yeah, there are a few. Yeah. Yeah. residents. Bono. One yeah. time I was down here covering uh, it was Joey's. Joey's were having the you know they, they do the youth cup every year. the yeah, yeah. You know, Hibernia Cup.
1: Yeah. It's
0: actually coming one. up soon, the August eighteenth and nineteenth.
2: They are look yeah. at that, jeez, the local Segway. boys. But I got lost. I was driving out with my friend and we hit that beach and we literally thought we found a secret place that nobody from the north side was allowed on we got out of the car we are annoyed about that part we got yeah. <laughs> we got out of the car we started taking pictures and people are driving to in wearing the car like what is wrong with these people and then like we, we were like we're taking pictures and we're like better get back in the car and get out of here man better get back in the car and get out of here we're gonna get arrested <laughs> most beautiful road I've ever been on in my life though yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the Voiga road The vo- is that the, what that that's is what yeah, that is I've man. read it in Russell Carroll Kelly's book another yeah. another, another, another! segway <laughs> oh!
1: yeah. <laughs> you knew you were doing there oh, chapter yes. 3 PC Carol wins lunch <laughs> where's that bombas <bottomless> barbecue <laughs> beautifully yeah, done beautifully done and out of nowhere yeah I, I can't even remember what I, where I was going because of that segue just blew my mind Segway city it is yeah absolutely oh no I do I was going to say that if you forgot a barbecue and just go to the dungeon the eating mess they do
2: I'm not a dessert man now I'm going a dessert man. What? Not, I'm just not. All right. I get starters, I get mains, and then like, alcohol. <laughs> if I'm if I'm if I'm having a point with something to eat, I don't drink wine, right? Yeah, I'm saying. Like I a can't don't go wine. from beer to dessert. It's too sweet, and then you go back to beer, and it's like this tastes like too. Only drink your beer
1: after your grub. No, oh, no, this is interesting. This touches on. You have to keep it tipping over, man. This touches on. What one Gary Mackle was saying on the St. Patrick's Day chapter that you can listen <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go back through the back catalog today, guys. Well, he was saying about the whole bowl of cornflakes because you can't go after three, he has to go savory. Tell PZ that. So, we had uh, an absolutely outstanding gentleman on this podcast for our Patrick's Day special. Gary Mackle is his name, he's a great bloke. And he was saying that uh, after dinner, in between courses, he would go for a bowl of cornflakes. In between rather, courses? Rather than. Having a dessert or something, he would have cornflakes because he likes that savory. And I'm the, more of a savory crunch. man than
2: myself, yeah. I used to eat a half packet of Jacob's cream crackers after my dinner every day. What's going on? I don't have, I like to torture myself. It needs to be a bit painful <laughs> for me to enjoy myself. And here's another thing that I can't do I have to eat meals at meal specific times. I can't eat dinner food for breakfast. I can't eat, lunch is kind of you can go in between, do you know what I mean, you can kind right. of play the okay. game a bit, but I just can't do it, like my my miss wake up and eat a chocolate bar hungover or something, and I'm just like, oh my Jesus, <laughs> I don't know how you're doing this yourself, or else people that like keep a curry from the night before and eat it, Yeah, are doing?
1: Right, so hang on, I there's a fry falling into this situation. A
2: fry, you see, this is a very, it's a very functional piece of uh, cuisine, do, do you is. know what I mean, because that's breakfast, lunch, dinner there. It's everything. There is some utility players okay. you find All along right. the way, but... Meal specific You know what I mean yeah. You're not going to catch me In I, a burger for my breakfast No,
1: no. I know I look like the t- I, Sorry I don't look like the type of who's fussy about When a meal goes in It's gob, right No but well, you, you Do you feel I, Do you feel you I And the perfect example I give is that One of my mates Has beans for breakfast And I'm strictly Beans after lunch They go on Beans toast. Nah well, Look I can't have to Disagree with you there Beans is on, a breakfast nah. food Beans also. is a breakfast How dare the two of you It's or like the John
2: O'Shea of Be- of food, no beans. beans. Is, it goes everywhere. No beans
1: time. Beans go on toast. Playing goal, playing no, the back. Beans beans everywhere, man. Now beans, only go on toast. You and ever, they only go at lunchtime i well, I
0: often had beans and toast before I go to bed.
1: That's 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 outrageous.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's
2: super for me. I'm gonna allow it. I'm
0: gonna <laughs> it is super. yeah you ever do this, right? Well, here
2: we go, right? Do you ever heat up your beans, right? Get your toast. Put put it on the toast, boy. Get rid of some of the sauce now, right? So you, it's a bit more dry. The yeah, beans.
1: You, you need it to be a stage. You know, dry. From the tin.
2: Right, a bit more dry, and then you put cheese on it. Put it under the grill. No, let that, the cheese now. Up, melt around the beans so they don't get loose on you. And then you've got this beautiful nah, cheesy
1: beanie toast situation. See, you lost me when you said cheese. What? What? I hate cheese. Ah, you <laughs> know pizza. Cheese. Doesn't count on pizza. Yes, <laughs> <lads>. it does. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <it> <laughs> no, it on pizza. doesn't. How does cheese and pizza <laughs> not count? Because, <laughs> because who rings who a pizzeria and goes, Hell oh, yeah, yeah, I'll have uh, a 16 inch just cheese? I've oh, done it before. Who Loads know, of man? people. I've been able
2: to take pepperoni and I've just been like, Listen, just give me cheese today. I don't want
1: any meats or spices. Oh, no, if, I, if you gave me a of cheese pizza, lads, <laughs> I'd throw it at your face. And a close nine
0: People get margaritas.
1: People people need to check themselves now.
2: Really but it do. is, like, I do agree that margarita is a way too fancy name for just a cheese. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah.
1: Say what you get. getting. Who, who are you trying to impress? Margarita <laughs> pizza. Margarita is a cocktail as well, isn't <laughs> it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. Very yeah. Ver- tequila. Very salty. Mexican. Very, you have
2: to have one in you before you can even enjoy the second, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just it burns your throat.
1: Cocktails in general, I find. I was... As you know, because I've talked about it frequently enough, I was in Vegas during the summer, and um, we spent a day really? in the pool. And uh, the, one of the systems I love—I don't know if it's in all but in the Monte Carlo, the the deck chair thingy, majiggies that you sit on, the hoochie Watsons. Yeah, they have a little flag and if you want to drink you put the flag up and as the girl's oh, going around yes. she sees the flag and she's like, What can I get you? And then um, when you don't want to drink, you put the flag down.
2: Great little system. Have you got did you go to Fogo the While you are over there? Where you just hold up the green card and they keep bringing you food? No. Not what? Brazilian barbecue are you joking oh, me now
1: no, I need to go I back was
2: yeah. real famous we went in Boston we went in Vegas we go every time <clears> Ash Daly loves it Ash and Lindsay went I think no maybe not Lindsay but Ash and Paddy definitely if, went if, over there. if
1: it didn't grow naturally Lindsay didn't
2: yeah she yeah. looks very fit yeah. <laughs> yeah. shut up the at the moment
0: huh should up at the,
1: pole no, the but moment but congratulations so she, She's she's mm. eating loads of shit yeah, do you well, want to wanna wanna bet th- on if it's me or meadows <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah Austin. you
2: have to go your know, you, you hold up a green card and you just yeah. bring you like lamb steak and then you put down the obviously you go red then don't be a fool don't fill up with a salad bar you're not here for salad no, no. Are you, you are don't mean well, mints no, with salads but no, the rice on. is so nice stay away
1: from it man it'll get you salad I, I don't understand people. vegans of the world this is aimed at you in particular salad is not food Salad is a promissory it's now. It's the absence of food. That food is coming. If somebody mm. brings a salad to me, I think, oh, something good is going to happen. I don't think this is the main event. Yeah. You know Warm I mean? up.
2: Warm up. No, exactly.
0: it's yeah. It's soy. Yeah. yeah. Bit right. of soy salad. That's oh. what
1: it's called soy salad. So what? F- Fogarty Chow? the Chow, yeah. Where I'm
0: is check
2: it? This out. Whereabouts in Vegas? It's, oh, I had to get a taxi to it. I think it's just behind the MGM, mm. lake, but it's good enough. It's in a dodgy old spot, so make sure you get a taxi. Is it? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, is it near Houders? No, it's the other side. So this cocktail system with the flag up, flag down situation, I had raised the flag at least five, six times at this stage. But I had said baking in the sun as well as my want. And then, and just because we we're saying margaritas, I opted, I'm going to shift gear here. I'm going to leave the daiquiri behind. Oh, no. And I'm going to go to something that has a little bit more oomph. Quite a contrast between them two. Yeah, I'm a daiquiri, man. I love a daiquiri. wrong with a daiquiri. I love a daiquiri. <laughs> a which a Dicardi, Dicardi. Dicardi. oh
0: Dicardi <laughs> <laughs> strawberry duck, Dicardi
1: oh man strawberry's the best right? Oh, them sound? old fashions man oh, oh massive listen do so I go in
0: those sensational I
1: oh, destroyed destroy myself in that whiskey down a few times uh, oh. oh listen that whiskey down bar I oh, was literally oh, just yeah. going one two three to four ton in bottom keep it coming so just <laughs> couldn't Woodford Reserve and you can get it over here like the nice. together over here, it's
0: unbelievable. When you're cool. over there for the, the length of time that you're there before the fights, mm-hmm. the, how many. like uh, how well you, No, but do you have much downtime for yourself mm-hmm. to go to Whiskey Down? Like
2: um, maybe the, the, like, um, Friday night, I'd always go out on a Friday night. We usually go to Ramsey Burger or something, or else forward a show, and then go for a few drinks. Because then you have to. You get all your work done on, the like say, like a, a Friday night of a fight week. For because I don't work for Sunday papers, so I don't have to write again for the papers on Monday. Right. So you get a nice gap there. Like so, say after the weigh weighing, foil all your stuff. You're done about five, and then you kind of have till four when the event starts tomorrow. So you know. Okay. What I mean? Then they give you free food, man. I wouldn't go if they didn't give Come me free food over. there. I love free food.
0: Where's yeah. the free food in the media yeah. area?
2: I try to like make back
1: as much as the flights cost to Vegas with my food there what food are you getting this this 27 euro barbecue was right up your street this is what you know what I mean it's Patrick's Castle I'm I'm enjoying it
0: is the food nice in the
1: the media yeah.
2: they had one in the Cosmo remember they had an event in the Cosmo yeah
0: the ultimate fighter thing
2: that place is just ridiculous they're bringing the beef out you know proper proper like fillet steaks and stuff sea bass everything man you're joking me oh stop I destroy myself people are like here he goes watch Carol (laughs) he has gone (laughs) And I'm going up there four times, and I'm going to enjoy myself. And even if I don't like it, I'm eating it, all right? I'll force it down my neck. The nickname,
1: "PT Four Times Carol, could be great. For different reasons, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I probably wouldn't be able to live up to the name.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So just leave that alone.
1: Just sweep Um, that one under the carpet. (laughs) But Jumping back to the story uh, of me and the cocktails, I necked that margarita because I thought, why not? didn't realise margaritas were as intense as they were yeah. and then I thought oh, do you know what I feel like I'm being a bit crisp here and that margaritas have to come straight down me I think I'll have a little dip in the pool stood up and then fell through not onto <laughs> true <through laughs> one of the other deck chairs <laughs> locked locked because I'd been lying down I'd been lying down so I had no idea that the alcohol had taken a hold of me so, <laughs> I'm taking a hold of me. <laughs> so up with a head cleared on me when I was lying down, not a butter. The, the alcohol no, concussion. Gravity, gravity. When you're lying down, it clearly gone to my feet. It hadn't gone to my head. Do you know what I mean? And then I stood up and everything just, mm. and I stood up and I was like, hey, I'm going to the, talking to me, girlfriend, I'm going to the pit timber <laughs> down and went true not onto true a fucking deck chair man and this wasn't like a material one this was made of plastic oh, uh, no. so, so you like the noise the plastic cracking and all it that kind of, of kinda like one arm through it trying to stand back up and all with a flip flop hanging off my feet I can't walk on flip flops the am <laughs> uncoordinated and I'm trying to meander around to try and just get this chair off my arm and be cool crowd of people looking Japanese tourists going oh free worry look at him move <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm standing, It was like. <laughs> <clears throat> it was that one margarita that done it, wasn't it? No, it was probably the seven daiquiris or something. But What's
2: like, in margarita? You must have been like, why did I waste my money on all them daiquiris oh. when one of these margaritas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just dropped me? Yeah, <laughs> it did. It
1: proper dropped me. It was sensational. Carry on. What's in the margarita? Yeah, I tequila. Don't know. Yeah, Is it it tequila yeah? tequila crushed ice. Lemon. L- lemon And the outside of grass, gla- grass? glass, grass. All As, salt. Uh, all salt on it.
0: The, the Whiskey Down uh, Whiskey Sours are amazing. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Yes.
1: Why are you paying 15 quid for them? I
2: don't know. But yeah. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. At half nine
1: in the morning. Yeah. The only thing is that I find with a lot of bars in America and Whiskey Down was guilty of it until I said to her man make me a proper one please. Uh, they just use bitters. They don't make a proper yeah. Whiskey Sour. But you don't even want them
2: The the time you're waiting at them bars in America. Yeah, Send one Irishman to that bar. <laughs> yeah. Send one. He'll destroy the place man. They'll yeah. never like oh you just can't get over how terrible american barman there it yeah. absolutely upsets me and we have to tip them we're tipping you come on yeah. do get get this going we're mm-hmm. not even tipping the lads down the local most of the time do you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. three euro for like the six points you get or something you'll tip
0: them every third point or yeah. something
2: <coughs> these lads won two dollars a pop nearly you know what i mean every time they're going up and they're moving at snail's pace but i disagree with that lads I don't, yeah. i'm not too fond of that
0: i'm not too fond of it at all Cans yeah. in the back
2: burner, that's the way to go about it. I think. <laughs> Two of them giant cans of fucking Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Just straws coming out your face. Just sit outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm outside, man. In.
2: Just stand at the rail
0: and the it. crackheads.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Lagas uh, the, the Stadium in the Venetian does an unbelievable whiskey ceremony. Right, I was hammered at oh, that. Why is it? Like, like grass or Lagas like Stadium. It's a restaurant, <laughs> mm-hmm. is it? No, it's where
0: the fight week happens. We made yeah, it. some the fight week there. It's in,
1: it's in the Venetian. They do food, actually, but it's a big bar type. Yeah.
0: place We went to the UFC cook off there. Met, um, met, uh, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Wednesday of UFC 189. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Wednesday. Yeah, it was, yeah. We'd been drinking all day and we said, fuck, we'll go to this. Hammered. And we met uh, Fabrice Overdoom, Luke Rockhold, you got, S- a Cerowni, you got a lap dance off Donald Got Trump. a lap dance off mm-hmm. Donald nice. Cerroni and uh, met and Punk as well. Nice. Yeah, it was good crack. Yeah. They okay, were doing a cook off.
2: Oh, what? what? Did, did you just get filled for that?
0: If you paid for the. If you paid an extra tenner, you got downstairs and you got to taste the food.
1: I've been like, yeah. what size so plate are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it was like bite size oh well then that's yeah. a lot of
1: bollocks no I think it worked out better for us because we just sat up the top drinking and, and then it turned out all the fighters were up where we were anyway so we were like fucking mingled it was with like the hold
0: the, the holding area for the fighters we ended up sitting there so that
1: worked out great there's a there's a egg roll
2: place in the venetian have you, did you get a lobster roll sorry lobster roll place no, no. Get, get a lobster roll the next
1: time you're over there man. I did discover cannoli though oh yeah. oh cannoli oh my word unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> where have they been all oh, my life <laughs> they have some
2: much bad shit over there it's so nicely it's how,
1: how did I get to 28 years of age and 200 kilos without knowing what a cannoli was it's unreal isn't it it's stop like and well, they I just couldn't
2: believe it just you get Hooters wings yeah uh, see this you're gonna hate me for this lads
1: I don't like wings
2: cheers wings Daniel, Hooters how wings how have are, you oh, yeah. started off as my favourite <laughs> <laughs> now Graham. excuse me <laughs>
0: You don't like cheese or chicken wings. Yeah, the idea the, is... So
1: you don't like cheese? You don't... You Like, blue cheese means nothing to you. If you if you put chicken wings in front of me with a blue cheese dip, I would absolutely upend the gaff. <laughs> I would flip the table and cause riot. I hate when they have a... Uh, Hewlers' uh, wings are unreal. they savage, yeah. And there's see, so many different kinds. See, I'm a, I'm, I'm a pure meat man. I don't like bone. I, it just gets in the way. You've fed this before, did
2: you? Oh, we say that every time. Because, it's like, we can't be far like like tw- two grand every time you go to MGM Grand in July or August you know yeah. what I mean yeah. I actually like it way more yeah. love, we love it like we, we all like say at the end of a night say it's like 12 o'clock in Las Vegas all the lads just meet up in the room together like you know what I mean it's good yeah. crack you know what I mean because we've kind of learned to live in Vegas without getting absolutely annoyed every night yeah. of the week and that's probably the hardest that was the hardest thing about like covering sport there so often you know what I mean
0: Yeah. I think the, the MGM though it's uh, the reason I like staying there is just because it's all hustle and there's like no matter what, yeah. that's, bit, why oh, that's, what that's why I can't
2: that's why I don't like sli- stay in there because I can't sleep when I'm there. Like it's always oh,
0: Yeah, you I get up at me. four or five in the morning, and take a stroll and you're drinking again. Yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. Oh, can sure. remember, I can remember always going down to get coffees like and looking between whiskey down and what was the other bar? And yeah. like still like full blown, like yeah. Yeah. people getting thrown up in the air. <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning. I'm just like I'm tr- I have to start working now. This is the most depressing time of my life. It's <laughs> like, Oh, you must have a deadly time when you're over there. Uh. No <laughs> nightmare, all right. I hate the place. You don't like chicken wings.
0: I don't know what's wrong wings. with you. I've even tried
1: I, them, yeah. I have, yeah. I have tried them, and I've tried them with different sauces. Hey, and chicken wings are It's the bones, man. I don't like if you give me, I understand it. Breast chicken well, I'm, I'm not having it. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I, I get, get it, it, I, I get, get it,
2: like, it you you know, but like if you, if one you, of them you
1: things were saying like we're going over wings, I'll be like, oh, did they do boneless wings? I'll eat that shit. Because technically that shows chicken breast in little pieces, little chicken. <laughs> they're not wings at yeah, all. Exactly, exactly. they're not. But, but restaurants have started to call them bonus wings. And what they actually are are posh chicken nuggets. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I love chicken, chicken nuggets. Chicken selects from McDonald's, remember oh, them? Do they still listen, do them? They still do them, man. I would make shite for <laughs> five of them. <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> listen. You wish me to a drive through And I just... Five selects. That barbecue dip. And make a snappy. <laughs> yeah, like I like to get the selects on the side. Do you know what I mean? Like the like Big
2: Mac meal and the selects. <laughs> <laughs> and then put them on the Big Mac <laughs> <Not> the
1: <laughs> <laughs> If Lindsay
0: Doyle was still here <laughs>
1: yeah. she'd be roundhouse kicking oh, all of stop. us right
0: now, man. As we were saying, her oh. poor child don't even get it get to taste the happy mail. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: It's tough. Like my brother, like uh he just had a he had a daughter. Like so, it was my first niece. That's right, congratulations. Yeah, and um
0: that's when you blew us out. last <laughs> yeah.
2: Where are you? I'm on the way home from hospital. <laughs> 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 I was, I'm not very good at remembering things, as I told you earlier. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's kind of saying like, "Oh no, she can't have had sweet." And I'm looking at like my brother going, "Like, what? You had lots of like, what? You're not exactly like the you know a model citizen." Yeah, yeah. Like, you can yeah. understand what Lindsay, like, she's carved out of wood, like, <laughs> <laughs> like she's she's a proper fitness
1: uh, guru, I can understand that in that sense. Yeah, she got me, she converted me, which in itself is a, an accomplishment, like, I used to be a nominal's mail deal for two, for one, kind of guy, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but like, well, that's what you do,
2: like, that's, one is too small, one is, is a personal pizza, it's this size, <laughs> right? it's the size of my little hobby hand. And then you have your pe- you have your garlic pizza bread and what? you eat them both and you're just like that. Do you remember when Domino's first came? Yeah. They used to give you a hagendaz with the with yeah. the male deal for one. That's fine. I can I live was, in that world. I was
1: talking to somebody about this and they were like, That's a myth. I was like, it is not a myth. And, it is absolute true. And it used to be a small pizza, not a personal pizza. Man. Small pizza is two inches
2: larger than a personal pizza. You see, we can live in that world. We can all enjoy ourselves. Don't be making it
1: two inches smaller and taking the ice cream out of the equation. You're asking me to buy the meal deal for two. If I turned around with my girlfriend and said, we're getting two inches less than our ice cream, she'd break up with me. It's <laughs> been <laughs> <laughs> oh, We need a soundbar for that. <laughs> that Thank
2: God she It was does like not we set that this. up. That was so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. He did set that up. If she, if she listened to this podcast, I would be gone. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah, I'm oh. saying with Elaine, like I say
2: awful things about her all the time about Fingless and Elaine, and she just never listens. Like, you know what I mean? I just <laughs> know she doesn't care about my so, career at all. Hang, hang
1: on, <laughs> your, your girlfriend's from Fingless. Yeah. So, me and you both have girlfriends from War Zones. This isn't Wait, great is. Your girlfriend from Russia. We, we should <laughs> fight them. We should fight them. <laughs> <laughs> For money. <laughs>
2: like, Elaine's in a bit of kickboxing. Do you know what I mean? But
1: I know Kielb is just pure KGB. <laughs> Alright, so she's all craft my god. This is an interesting match. You can sell yeah. it to the people. <laughs> two different got, styles. She's got Sambo down. Like, darling.
2: We're going to have to like cut like their hair off so they don't get one of them world star hip hop i will shave our head. I'll
1: hold I'll her down tonight shave all our head. All I'd, have to do is pay, all I'd have to do is say I'm shaving listen, it! Listen, listen, Oksana, Britney shaved her head and she turned out fine and she began be game for it. She'd look I at look Rose look. and me, Eunice. Not what? her last fight though, but yeah. look at Rose and Definitely not her last yeah, fight. Yeah. She cost me me treble this though. Same,
2: same, same. Yeah.
1: Frankie Edgar did that to me. Like, heck I haven't forgiven him.
2: I would have won I don't even know if she should be I I would have won six grand if Connor had a bet uh, oh. Connor at Nate as the last one. Had an uh. eight way accumulator
3: oh. <laughs> people, like,
2: and this will tell you how many people completely like in hindsight everyone's like, I knew Nate could do it. Believe me, on press row everybody's like, Count your money. It's done. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like well, now, everybody we, the
1: one person the one person I know who didn't bet on Connor is John Al Jono, buzzkill, Murray.
0: Yeah, his brother, buzzkill. My mm. brother
1: will do anything to make money. I and mean, he saw the odds. And went. he, exactly, that's, he goes, no, I see the odds, <laughs> do see sense. He won five grand on NASCAR last week. Yeah, true story. Five grand on one bet on NASCAR. That is Because he was sitting there watching that and he was like, but rain's coming in. to watch this. NASCAR don't race in the rain. There's a bit of fog. There's weather warnings. This race is going to be pulled. Your man that's leading it is somehow or another still 1,000 to 1. Fuck it, threw a fiver on it. Two laps later, red flag comes out. An hour and a half later, yeah, lads, we're not going out on track. Here's your oh, winner. My day is five thousand euro, euro and five euro. He hasn't left his room. He's just lying on a mattress full of money. <laughs> well, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. He's yeah. uh, he's he's bet against. Cameron I'm shocked has he? he he did he bet against yeah, him, Dustin, um, against Dustin, and he did Diaz fight as well. Yeah, Diaz fight, which he won to kill him on. But, because um, I think he don't a voice submission as well. He's like, I see more ways for Diaz to finish that fight than I do for Connor. I'm going with Diaz by sub. Yeah, and
2: that um, that is, that's the thing that we're all kind of thinking going into the second fight as well,
1: isn't it? I think a lot of people, I don't know, I think a lot of people are a lot more aware of Diaz's ability mm. now, whereas beforehand they just looked at him as, sure look at him, he can't even talk properly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, He's a chump. He can, he can fight properly. Yeah, you he know, can something. definitely. But the, I think, I think
2: the, I don't know if the fact that Diaz came in so late in the last fight actually helped him with no expectation on him. Everybody yeah. was thinking he was going to go in and lose the fight. You know, um, you know, all he got on, we got kind of shot on for the whole kind of fight week. Connor kind of got the better, of all the verbal kind of stuff. He was kind of just, everyone just expected Connor to win that fight. Yeah. And then he shows up and he pulls off the upset. But now everybody thinks he's going to beat him. Mm. So, well, I think it's fairly even in terms of betting. But, I mean... Connor's probably favourite, but...
1: Slowly favourite. Yeah, right,
2: yeah. So, Diaz comes into this now yeah. with this expectation all of a sudden. Oh, he's the guy who bet McGregor. He's going to shut his mouth again. He's going to... And so many people that hate Connor are like, you know, oh, we love Diaz. We're Diaz fans. It's not yeah. really because of Diaz fans, because they aren't Connor fans, a lot yeah. of them, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, then he has that expectation. I think that that could change how he feels going into the fight, you know what I mean? When he's kind of had Connor in his head now for a full camp, you know, it's... Like Donald Cerrone talks about it an awful lot. That's why he likes taking, uh, you know, a short notice fight. fights because he doesn't have to think about it.
0: Yeah. But the only thing is, is that. Well, here's. Do you think? I think Conor can improve in a in a long camp for this fight. Do you think Nate can improve? Mm. Um, Just to the like he's been around the the block. Like I don't, I don't, think, I don't think he's improved in any of his fights. I think he's he's he's, he he's got better he at his is,
2: strengths. You know his strengths got sharper. That was about it. Like, yeah, I mean his boxing is sharper, but it was always a strength. His jiu jitsu was sharper, but it was always. Oh, it was a strength. strength. I don't
0: think he can improve anymore. You always think see something different, Connor. Usually, yeah. like, that's that's my point. Yeah. yeah, I think
2: yeah. Like I mean, anyone who thinks Connor like has no chance of winning this is absolutely ridiculous. Like mm-hmm. you know he can he can knock him out one hundred percent. But I, I'd start to get worried outside of the first half of the fight. If he hasn't done it by then, I'm kind of thinking. You're on edge. Because I'll tell you what happened. Connor used to have, like, uh, he was so lean when you look back at, like, against Brimage and you look against the Holloway fight. But when he'd done his knee in, Connor's like a work freak. Like, he just loves, you know, training and stuff. Like, it's part of his life, obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he just, he couldn't do anything with his legs. So he just started building up his upper body. And then you saw him when he came back, like, not massive difference, but like, he was a lot bigger. Mm. You know, he'd done a lot of powerlifting mm. or whatever. So. That made sense to do that because he's this explosive guy who knocks out people in one, two rounds. But that body type doesn't carry over five rounds as well as, say, a leaner guy, you know, um, like Diaz. Diaz, yeah. not a lot to him. Um, he, he's just got cardio for
1: days. I was going to say, five rounds for Diaz is nothing. That dude does... but like he's in Iron his, his endurance. Man, yeah. All his mad swims. Like he's from he the Alcatraz, man. Yeah.
2: What the fuck? I think he can still get clipped, though. Like, oh, I think, 100%. percent they of, kind of so powerful, Um, you know... Well, Connor
1: was getting the better of the exchanges in the first but,
2: fight early like he, on. It was because he was mixing up his his strike and, um You know, we saw against Dos how effective leg kicks are against Diaz, and he was kicking him in the legs, kicking him in the body, kicking him in the head, and he was going kind to of leave Diaz in this situation where he didn't know what was coming next. Yeah. So like, and then just having that where you don't know what's going on, that that kind of makes you second guess yourself. But then when Connor comes out in the second round, he's just loading up on the left hand. Like, yeah. and he's trying to knock him out. It's so uh, blatantly obvious that he, instead of like, um, you know, he even says himself, precision. He was trying to throw with all the power he had. And you see yeah. him puffing out after. And that's when it went. When the endurance was there, that's when <laughs> yeah. he started laughing at him. Like, he just yeah. knew. And I'd never seen Connor in all the years I've been watching Connor, I've never seen him hurt. And that was the first time I've ever seen him hurt. He said it was exhaustion. But when he got the rock and you see him stumbling see after him that, never yeah. seen him wobble. Like Fareez
1: uh, Sahabi made, I thought, a really good point as well. He was saying something similar to that. You could see Connor had the bravado and the confidence in the first, but then in the second it was like either like this kind of adrenaline dump, but the tank went and when he realised that big left hand wasn't putting Diaz down, he'd seen men crumble with that left hand over and over again. Then Diaz was still standing. Yeah. And you could see his demeanour change from I'm taking it to him to oh shit. Yeah. What now?
0: When he got up off the stool and he was like he took about five or six deep breaths and he said oh, all hey. like I was like,
1: Oh, that's yeah, that's not good. Yeah, but at the same time as you said there's absolutely no reason why you can't batter him like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, he could go out there and just knock him out this time that's, well, the, like be- the, that's the
2: beauty of the fight game I guess the problem with it is he goes out and knocks him out and then the featherweight division are waiting again like yeah. what's more like just me right just me if I was in any way like say I'm in that situation I'm McGregor and I, I go and I beat Diaz and i are one each now like where's the pull for me to lose 25 pounds go back to featherweight and then eventually fight this trilogy fight that he's already talked about Mm. before the actual second fight has happened. You know what I mean? So if the money is there to fight Diaz again for a trilogy fight, it's going to be, like, and it will be, there will be interest. If he beats him, 100% interest. So why would he, you know, why do you lose 30 pounds or whatever it is and drop down again? It's just, it's like, is the juice worth the squeeze now? Because I'm sure Conor can get paid in any division. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think the championship is important for his brand. I think it's important for him, his brand, that he has a belt associated to his name and he rightfully won the belt, did something to the, a long-standing champion that no one has ever been done before. Um, I think you know he he is deserved a champion, but um, I can see the featherweight division kind of getting obscured again if he wins.
1: Yeah, I, I think one of the, the interesting things though is that you have the situation there with the featherweight division that... Jose has bet everybody bar Connor. Like, there's nobody in that Federweight division really. Maybe you can make a name for Max Holloway, mm. but then Connor's bet Max Holloway. So, and I know it's Max Holloway's, you could say, improved or whatever since then. Yeah, he's but
2: brilliant,
1: yeah. I just, besides the rematch with Jose, I'm kind of sitting there and I'm like, Connor's future isn't at 145, I don't think, mm. long term. So then I'm kind of saying, if it's 155 what are the fights at 155? Alright, maybe the trilogy fight with Diaz at 155 rather than at 170. Alvarez or, is perfect need. I was going to say, hmm. Alvarez, to me, if I were Connor, I'd be saying, that's the fight I want, yeah. not the 145 for you. With maybe an eye on the fact that if Khabib gets that belt, that's a much tougher fight to win that strap. But what happens if he beats Alvarez? Who's your first title defense against? Well, <laughs> yeah, but still, I'd rather have won the belt. Or Nate like yeah.
0: Could be Nehi and the Trilogy.
1: That's <laughs> like, I mean, like the, the things There's
0: that, so many different connotations. I think
2: the thing that is... What
0: could you do with the big words?
2: Connotations? Is just throw tru- <laughs> it out there. <Like>, How <laughs> <Well>, casual <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the thing is with the, the 55 bracket, they, you have seen nearly one. Th- no, and uh, no Amagamadov to be the champion that because, because of the pull he has in Russia, like, like we you yeah. to know I know, but that's where they've given him the toilet shot now instead of Ferguson. They're like, we have to get this fella with a belt <laughs> yeah. as soon as we can so we can sell these goddamn Reebok t shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so even if he pulls out, like, like say he gets his knee on, has that been signed? No, sorry, talk. Uh, but I think it will be. <laughs> yeah. well, I'll be, and I'll be
1: well, put it this way, if they've signed oh, for they the fair for Sandals, then,
2: you know. I'm a bit worried, though. Are they holding out for the, the winner of next weekend's fight and then going, like, "Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Because you have to remember, like, this is, people think I'm crazy when I'm saying this stuff. You were there. You were at the press conference when he, Dana White's going, oh, yeah, if he beats Nate, yeah, we'll give him Robbie. Robbie Lawner, yeah. I Why remember. are we here? Why are we at Welter White, lads? What when? are we doing up here? <laughs> <laughs> the first like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like,
0: like, Robbie Law, what the he He people's souls
2: don't they Uh, no like and I think like honestly I think he said that because Robbie Lawler is a better style matchup for most people at welterweight like for Connor, than most people at welterweight and exactly like you're saying now about Eddie Alvarez Eddie Alvarez is a good fight for Connor, lightweight with him with the belt Mm. yeah so whereas
1: Khabib is not yeah no (laughs) no he isn't well Khabib can't stay fit Well, yeah, but I mean, when he is fit, he's been out for like like, close. I know he had his fight three
0: times in the last three years. That's crazy. That's mad, like that is. is, And
1: it's his knees as
0: well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
2: For a wrestler, that's a nightmare. That's they're in bits. That's why, yeah, Rousey doesn't do any kind of double legs around. Her knees are completely jacked from judo. Really? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. She she can't. That's why everything has to come from the clinch, roar. yeah, she can't go down her knees because they're actually that fucked. Like she can't go down. Yeah. So generally, when you're coming in for. So do you know when you're shooting in for a, a takedown Like yeah. you're always knee on the ground first? Yeah. So she's literally that bad that they, they're afraid to risk that on her. Dirt. That's why she doesn't kick either because people get single leg takedowns and reap the knee off them. Yeah.
0: Where's Rhonda's future?
2: Hollywood I suppose.
1: I was gonna say, do you Holly, not see Hollywood her coming back her. at all? No,
0: no I do but the
2: goalposts <laughs> have changed so significantly there. Like there was yeah. literally we thought nobody could beat her then Holly did but then we thought Holly, Holly's the only one that can beat her and now holly gets poked around with shevchenko like shevchenko was unbelievable that was a great that's a nightmare match match class fight that was that's a nightmare matchup for rousey yeah do you know what i mean like if she's uh, that good of a counter-striker a better counter-striker than home it appeared in the fight you see
1: that's the thing that she was like people are sleeping on that girl in that fight man she is another one like i know people go on about holly home and her boxing and kickboxing championships Valentina shevchenko is another one who has what 15 kickboxing world titles like yeah and i was sitting there. I was like, "Why are people sleeping on this?" And then like? there's
2: then there's Nunes. Top of the vision absolutely starches. Nietzsche type.
1: But Nunes, I think, is guilty of. She's one name. Like in the first round, she'll bulldog. So, yeah. But if you get past that first round, she's like, "Oh fuck what?" Yeah. Yeah. She'd she'd a, she doesn't know what to do with. Like, but really I, I wouldn't put my house on Rousey beating
2: uh, Nunes. Oh no, I wouldn't do it. Like any of them, but like say last year, before like say back in November before she fought Holly. Yeah. Would she be a man? Oh, killer. Would she yeah. be killer? I think she
0: took the Holly fight uh, too soon.
2: Uh, who? The Rousey yeah.
0: Mm. She she had fought like three or four oh, times. I was surprised
2: she got it. Do you remember at the time everyone was expecting the trilogy that uh, makes Tate? Yeah. And uh, I thought that was a good time to do that. Um but they obviously taught Holly home and they they must have been thinking, you know, like you know, Holly hasn't been that that impressive in, in these two fights, like, you know, Hot, like they,
1: that's that, exactly what I was thinking you know what I mean, mean be, that fight.
2: like and then she said oh like I was saving her for this and then you see her fights after and you're like no you weren't <laughs> you just she just ran at you with her
3: hands yeah. down I'm sorry like yeah, that's yeah, what yeah.
2: happened you know what I mean I love rousy fights though I, lo- I love the feeling of a rousy fight I think she brings something completely completely different to the, to the table altogether yeah. but I think for the diehard fans uh, they love the way the strawweight division is now like you know yeah. it's so open it's mental I love that um, Phantomweight yeah, love it. Bantamweight female divisions and strawweight divisions, I love them both at the moment. Oh, yeah. So it's like, for the people who only tune in for the odd pay-per-view, like that's where it's going to be missing when Ronda Rousey doesn't have a belt. Yeah, and who do you put her against? Who do you bring? Who That's do you what you
0: bring? I'm saying. Who do you put her against? Well, in my
2: head, if you're Tate. not gonna,
1: if you're not going to put her in for the title, you go for the trilogy with Tate, yeah. and the winner gets the title shot. In in my or head, is the
2: home fight the wise fight to make now with her coming off a loss because that sells at any time because and she's home, the girl who better
0: home has proven to be a bit of a hit with the TV viewers in America as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I think the the thing about home and it's what you touched on there so a second ago, Pete, because even going into that Rousey fight, I was like, her two fights in the UFC so far being pants oh she pants was different. You know? She has not impressed
2: but she never had a, such a willing dance partner no
1: yeah, so was and then abs- all of a sudden Rhonda comes out like a fucking mad thing and Holly just looks like this ghost she yeah. goes full matrix and just destroys yeah. her and you're like what the fuck just happened
2: I'm very surprised yeah. that Rousey's Still if you know what I mean after that fight, like I just felt the clamouring was so much that she was gonna leave and the fact that there was no plan B and the fact that plan A was something that catered the Holly Holmes but, game so well. But even like,
1: Ronda's Ma came out I was, and was say, like it was a horrible lead up to it for her. Oh, Ronda's Ma yeah. coming out and being like she needs a new coach, this guy's a fucking joke. Yeah. And like, and Horm- as a
2: certified badass. I like. was going to
1: say Hormaz, no yeah. joke. Hormaz, like, she, she
2: was in the Olympics as well, was she? Or she won the world championship? I, I think she won. She won. She
1: was the, was the first world. American woman to win the judo world championship. So mm-hmm. I don't think she's won the Olympics, but really. she definitely won the world championship. And she's a doctor.
0: But but yeah, right, man. wasn't like in in Ron judo? Uh, what's judo? Jean Jean Lebel,
1: G- Jim Lebel, Jim LaBelle. or Jean Lebel? Jean, Jean Lebel. Yeah.
0: He um he wasn't in Ronda's corner. He wasn't in Ronda's corner that last way either.
2: He kind of just said, oh, I can't make it out this time or whatever, yeah. you know. That was Australia the only f- Australia's it was a long way
0: through. Yeah. That yeah. The only Don't blame fi- him. Yeah. That <laughs> was you the ever? only
1: fight he wasn't there, though. Did you ever hear the Gene LaBelle story about him making Stephen Cigar piss his pants? Yeah. He told it on the show before. Did I? Yeah. All oh, right. My bad. Never mind.
0: <laughs> really
1: killed his the
2: joy there. I was, <laughs> <like, laughs> yeah. Danny couldn't wait to tell us again.
3: <laughs>
0: tell <laughs> it again.
2: No.
1: No, no I won't. Go listen. Go listen to all the old episodes and find it. <laughs> can't remember which one it was yeah, wait. long story short Stephen Seagal was like no man can choke me out no it's impossible like I don't believe it I don't believe it and all this so LaBelle was like alright then so LaBelle gets my choke hold <laughs> chokes him out Seagal pisses himself while he's unconscious and then apparently wakes up and he's like told you <laughs> it's amazing Stephen Seagal <laughs> by the way is my favourite human being on the planet <laughs> do you ever see them the videos oh the yeah one? yeah the, older, the, like, the cartoons no not the cartoons do you ever see him like, where he goes and does these like, uh, <coughs> seminars and like oh yeah all? just flipping a load of 5 foot 2 Asian people? lads around yeah, the place and all of them are like sprinting at him and they just do the somersault while he just holds out a hand as if he has the force Like, and they're all like Ooh. what do you mean like he has the force he, has, <laughs> exactly. he trained Anderson Silva yeah. let's leave it alone yeah, Dan, yeah? Exactly. let's take it easy and, there whatever you think about Anderson Silva that one moment where he was like I want to thank Sensei Seagal I was like do yes, yes. you ever see the videos of the training together yeah, oh, and then yeah, the man. video that was released two years later where they all pissed themselves laughing <laughs> when he left
2: that was, harsh. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was harsh Or just threw out my
2: discography Seagal
1: yeah. straight away. <laughs>
2: no I can't even look at you
1: I think we all them cheated and I dropped them as well before the front kick They both when they that, bought one with front yeah, kicks they yeah. were like thank you Steven Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and he fuck he came out and he's like yeah that no, was, yeah, yeah, I I I was. Yeah.
0: with his dyed black hair <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah.
2: do you ever watch Lawman his series where he is the sheriff of uh, someplace in atlanta no oh my god he switches accents depending on what race you are
3: so <laughs> say, so pretend so
2: pretend you're 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 white and uh danny you're black right so, <laughs> oh how you doing y'all is everything okay what's up blood? what's cracking what's going down on these streets got me rock. <laughs> no <laughs> way had, oh it's unbelievable i think he just tases the black lads constantly lawman <laughs> lawman where did you see it probably the greatest on the wall documentary you ever made it's a documentary oh it's a temp like he has three series or something amazing and all the lads all the lads like are in all of them. the other police forest workers like they're all like, he has them out like training like flipping them around the place and all he just grabs a hold my arm and I'm just soaring through the air I don't
1: know and because he see guys like 70 there just in the corner on some throne looking but, at them I can't remember somebody else tells a great story about him falling off a boat and <laughs> all the, all the hair dye running into the water <laughs> and he comes out of the water and his face is just black from all the hair <laughs> <joking>. dye this <laughs> has never turn. happened before yeah. I can't remember oh, who it is to tell. I have to find I'll find that and I'll put it up on the YouTube or whatever Uh-oh. or on the YouTube on the on our Facebook or on our, our Twitter or whatever but they tell the story about uh, everybody's doing uh, like a, their record <laughs> they're going to record a scene and they're like uh, we're going to run through the lines Stephen John you want to go through the lines he's like I don't need to run through no lines and they're like All right, okay. They're like, what about just so that you know where everybody's going to be standing and what's what when we're recording? He's like, i feel it out, I'm okay. They're like, all right, so they go and do the rehearsal, and then an hour later, so everybody's called to the set and they're doing it on the boat. <laughs> and it comes to his part, and it's meant to be like he has the sentence and then a dramatic turn and walk away. <laughs> and he turns the wrong way, he <laughs> off the boat <laughs> into the water. Oh, and when, when he comes back up out of water, then like all the hair dye <laughs> and all just running down <laughs> his face and everything. <laughs> Poor oh, Steven. Man. classic! We should
0: send him an email to come on.
1: I'd love
2: to get Stevens a Did Do you his ever his hear podcast, any of his music? No. I'm, does, I'm revealing way too much of how much of a fan I am here does, he, he does he produce his own music? He produces his own music He's an absolute virtuoso on the guitar I'm not even messing with you He's unreal He has a song yeah. called uh, Slow Boat to China say. Check that one out lads oh, He also man. has a reggae infused kind of crunk song at the moment called uh, Oh man You just have to check this out What's it called It's, uh, it's called like Swagger or something I'm going to try and find it for you Or Swag Red. And he has like a Jamaican uh, rapper on it with him with a girl very aggressive. And it's about booty shaking. Oh, wow. So, Steven Seagal, electric guitar over a Sean Paul-inspired track.
1: Oh, Imagine my God. That is just... I think it's called Sway. It's called Sway. 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 Steven, Steven Seagal, Seagal sway.
2: sway. Check that shit. I'm telling you now,
1: if... Probably if, the
2: greatest rock and roll star as well as actor in
1: the world ever. This is true. I was going to say, look, if, if there is a God, or if there is a record exec listening please make my dream come true and get even to to collaborate with David Hasselhoff. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Oh my God. I think it's just too much that.
2: ego for one video frame. Oh like they'd have man. to, it would have to be like Bowie and Jagger like recording <laughs> across yeah. telephone lines or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that be in the same room. <laughs> and
0: spontaneously
2: composed. <combust>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Come here, PZ, when did you start reporting on MMA? Uh,
2: 2010, I think. Um, Local MMA, like. So I I was like in, I loved UFC for years. My brother was a, uh, he he used to train in SPG back in the day and so he used to uh for all, like there wasn't UFCs on Bravo really back then um so he used to get them like all the prides and the UFCs burned onto a, a CD-ROM and we'd play it in our computer room we didn't have the internet around man just you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then like it i like, remember it started he was like one day on his lunch break he just had a lot of highlight reels so he was watching like um Fedor and stuff and Baz Root and even like all the all the old Pancre, Pancre stuff and then uh, my friend was there, and we we're all watching on a lump break. Next day, five people are there watching all this DVD. The next day, like, ten people are there. So then we're like, oh, yeah, we have to stop See, letting is, people
1: in. In a matter of fact, you just said 2010, and I'm, I'm like... Oh, this must- is way before 2000. Like, the DVD oh, thing, sorry. but, like... That's um, I had the like, internet in 2010, Danny. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. I was like, it was 2010. Why weren't they just doing this on YouTube?
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. We didn't have that. We didn't have it. So this was all like, well, I was like only in first year in school or something. Right, right, And so he used to get all of them. And then it obviously came on Bravo and I loved all the UFC. And then he'd tell me about like the different fighters at SBG because he'd be training there. This is like 2007, 2008. And then after UFC Dublin in 2009, um, I started following the local scene then. And then uh, just fell in love with it. Just loved it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And th- you did? Did you do journalism in
2: college? Yeah. Yeah. Did I have a master's in journalism? Really? I did it with the. I did it with the Independent. So because it was like there was Boom. there was no, uh, there, was no there was no there was uh, no internships going, and the only way you guarantee yourself an internship was to go to Independent College, do do the masters there, and they'd get you into either the Independent or the Herald or something like that. So I ended up in the Herald, and I loved it there. Uh, just for I was only there for a while but they're yeah. all really helpful and stuff ja- you know what I mean? Janice Caffey yeah
1: yeah man you, were you there as well yeah, we've <laughs> done my master's there as well yeah. Janice is a legend yeah, yeah. Janice is a
2: great girl yeah she's a legend she like, helped me loads like, yeah. my whole uh, everything she, like, I actually
1: think I think you only done yours maybe a year or so before me because I remember I had done I, I remember doing an assignment on MMA and then she was like there's a thesis in the library um, yeah but, yeah and she was like why don't you check that out and I was like yeah of course I will yeah. and I was like thesis is about 100 million pages long I'm not <laughs> reading that it's tripe anyway <laughs> that was pizza <laughs> thesis yeah no way yeah. that's gas I isn't only, it I only put that together like a couple of years later I was like oh I should have read it <laughs> <laughs> nah, you don't want to read that shit
0: so you, when you went to the did you start writing straight away I was already
2: writing like, wet, like I didn't I was already covering the, the local scene um, before I went to do the masters you know what I mean
0: and who who was uh, who was public well at the first well publication was taking them or
2: (laughs) so the the first kind of real I was working for our bleacher apart and stuff like but like you'd be covering battle zone for bleacher apart doesn't do a lot of traffic (laughs) (laughs) so uh, so it's covering like and then there was this I can remember the first magazine was big big Irish MMA it was just called big Irish MMA but uh, <laughs> Tommy Lakes is actually a great Our photographer. He still he still does some of the UFC events. Great lad. He got me on as the writer for that. I can remember the first thing was like a, a feature with Connor or something. Um, then I was doing one with them. Then I oh, started working for a local paper, the Gazette, because Connor lived in Lucan, Chris Fields lived in Swords, uh, Col. I don't know. Col was in as well well like even John Redmond was living in Malahoy these are all the different kind of areas that they cater to you know what I mean the, mm. so it's Blanche Gazette Luke and Gazette so I we'll just cover each of the four for sort of different so they gave me a regular that was the first regular column I had and that was probably about 2010 or two I don't know 2010 or 2011 I got that and then eventually went on to the mirror and then you know that was the first national paper that was the first regular column on a national paper so I like breaking these fucking records. You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't like anyone else beating <laughs> me <to> these milestones. <laughs> I get very upset, I'm much. even messing with a <laughs> me problem. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. So that that was about it. But like, I mean, it's funny. Like all the like the like how hard it was getting the MMA into the papers. Like you'd be ringing these lads. Like say when Conor was winning the world title for Cage Warriors in 2012, mm. I'd be ringing like all the papers, like plaguing them every day. And Maliki Clerk from the Irish Times just told me to keep ringing all the time. He said, So More you're agenda. the guy. He said, So you're, you're the guy when they actually need to go up. Ah, you need to cover this shit. Who was that dick that keeps ringing? Ring, do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's, I just kept on going. And they'd be like, what, what are you talking about? And I think, I think one time they put me on loudspeaker and they're all laughing. Because I was like, Well, you get into a cage. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Fight each other, kick each other in the face, you know? So they'd really so you he was to explain- laughing now, though, PT. Who's laughing now? Yeah. Man
0: there <laughs> <laughs> you would explain the sport to them did you? is that what was that yeah yeah But so they
2: all did the, the only kind of a lot of the the ideas people had over here at cage point was all like from that episode of friends nearly oh, i always yeah. think that yes. a lot of people back then used to be like like the thing in friends yeah you'd be like what oh kind <laughs> of yeah, yeah. so they like your man in the episodes like spinning someone around like in the with wwe moves and also like, a lot of people used to say that, honestly. Like, Oh, the Friends thing. Like, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, that's it. 100% yeah. Like the Friends thing. You
2: yeah, know yeah. what I mean? It's funny. And then... <coughs> that was a funny episode, actually. So, that, yeah, they were actually... The, the Mirror were the only people that carried the, the... I know why that was. ...a report on the... the uh, Connor's first fight in the UFC. They're the only ones who covered it. Like, they, a lot of people covered it afterwards, obviously. Yeah. But they were the only ones who did a preview, breakdown, <coughs> brimage, whatever. You know what I mean? But So, like... They they were really good to me. They were, so I still always do stuff for them when I go away. You know what I mean?
0: And <coughs> did anyone take? Did you? Did anyone take on the cage warrior stuff?
2: Uh, just the Gazette. I only ever do that for the Gazette. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like and as well, like, at the, like I never thought, like even then in 2012, I never thought it could be my full time job. Yeah. So like, some of them I just wouldn't get. Like a lot of cage warrior shows, I just wouldn't get credentials for because i wanted to go to the show do You yeah. know what i mean knowing yeah. that the paper won't be out till next thursday like i don't have a deadline here i'm gonna go out and watch the fights and enjoy myself you know what i mean so that was it's kind of like a free coincidence that I ended up being my job to be honest just got to a point where i was in another job and i was actually spending i would go to the, there to eight or four and then i would get home and i'd work from five to maybe two o'clock in the morning and then go asleep get up again and just you know every day there was no break so i was like a, i i enjoy doing yeah, writing about MMA more than I do. Writing press releases for these lads, you know what I mean. So, so that's what I just ended up leaving.
0: Leaving the job, leaving
2: my full time job. Yeah, to do that. Like I made sure I could. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like I was never like I'm not flush around, but like it's just, you know, I'm not going to work every day. It's fantastic.
1: When you w- but it's a nice <laughs> custom suit that you're wearing. Know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> keep having it up. Keep having it up. Those diamonds, Peter. <laughs> They're marvellous yeah,
0: so. when when you did the the masters in journalism, you, you want obviously you wanted to be a journalist, but you never, you didn't want to necessarily report an MMA.
2: Yeah, my, no, I didn't.
0: Just because you became a fan,
2: everybody like I was always a fan of it, and like every time I was put into a national paper, like I'd be <laughs> trying to like, do you, do you want to on this blah 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 this weekend. Anderson Silva, like anything, you know what I mean? Like, big, this is big stuff, like, and all they were just pissing themselves laughing, do you know what I mean? But they're all really good to me, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, like, I was, I was reporting on football, Premier League, went across to, to Manchester, covered a game. Uh, it was actually Robbie King's last game for West Ham, do you remember he was on loan to oh, West yeah. Ham for Will? Oh, yeah. Then I didn't actually get to interview him because I was incapable of doing my job back then, <laughs> really? Yeah, <What> happened? <laughs> like, standing in a tunnel with my and just walked straight by me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is
2: that what happened
0: yeah, to God. <laughs> hey rock <bat. laughs> so what did they say so, I, had,
2: I went with this they won this they won this thing uh, it was like uh, all the best under 11s <laughs> so they had these kids I oh, had to travel with these kids I was on a bus for the under 11s with our masks. <laughs> And then I was like, is this, talk? I imagine like me, like in first class on a plane or something when they asked me to do it with this. Oh, Next bomb I'm sitting up the front of the bus, talking to the bus driver, <laughs> kids singing in the back. You're, you're missing. <laughs> I'm not missing. I remember, oh man, it was like, it was like the a Cup or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was like, ah. Oh. And it was, yeah, I can just remember going, maybe this football crack. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what happened there. So
0: what did they say when you didn't get the word of Robbie?
2: I didn't get paid for that, <laughs> I mean, but like I did you didn't get a job. quote. I did do my job, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what happened there. Brilliant. Was, yeah, that was the last time they sent me away.
1: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. When I say brilliant, I don't, you know, I, <laughs> no, no, it ruined my life, Danny. Thank I you. Say, I literally do mean brilliant at your misery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I did. Like,
2: I'm kind of, um, I'm, I'm glad I'm in the situation. I mean, now where I don't have to go to an office every day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I just, mm. I don't think that's. I don't think for Emma... Like, I don't... Th- like, I know, say, the likes of Paul Lowry goes in and, like, you know, that's actually working really well for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's where he... Like, but I just... What do you mean I, he
0: goes into an office?
2: Yeah, like, he works for the 42. So yeah, he's yeah.
0: So that's full-time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'd say, there's a lot of perks to working full-time. Do you know what I mean? Like, loads that you don't get when you're, when you're going to be self-employed. But um, I just... I don't know, when I was in offices, I just felt like I was pissed off all the time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It was real irritable. You weren't
0: doing what you wanted to do.
2: Maybe that was it more so, mm. yeah. But I just, I didn't enjoy the office. What were you doing in the office? I was writing press releases. So all day I was writing press releases. Like, from literally the second they get in, to the, to the second go home, just writing press releases about different shit. Like, anything from sex toys to was nuclear you know, weapons. Did you you not Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Did you ever just slow you in just one word You're like... Fuck it! I'm gonna put it in and see if anybody knows
2: Like, oh yeah, do you know, like even now when I'm writing and I say shots, do you mean the of times I've wrote shits like? Oh yeah, ah, pulled really? out some really good shits there for <laughs> in the round one. I'm like, ah, oh. Peter, why do you keep
3: calling
0: them shits? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I do. I do in my job. I do have to find out what, uh, what shifts people are on, and I'm always I always end up writing them. All right, John. Just wondering what shit you're on this week. <laughs> it's a tough one shit uh, please. and I, I start writing uh, folly instead of uh, can you please instead of saying can you please follow the instructions See, please see below um, hey John can you please follow the instructions please see below Put there are but they're foreign as well so someone in foreign so they wouldn't even get it <laughs> no not at all I have no. to stop ta- <laughs> I have to stop typing slang
2: brilliant
1: emojis now you can just completely emoji yeah i, yeah. I, I love emojis I'm i, I can't deny it. i love them right I love them. we yeah. only found out today there's a little microphone emoji is that yeah and to the podcast now microphone, microphone, microphone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we always emoji
1: each other in fairness
2: yeah we, we do all the emojis. time you, you can't like sometimes you don't feel you've put enough expression in the message that's if true. there's no emoji there i'm <laughs> just looking at unless i'm annoyed with you there will be emojis do
1: you know <laughs> what i mean that, that's Man i turned into A 12 year old girl Yeah yeah I, one, I'm not even messing He sent me something one day And it made me laugh And you know The, the crying laughing emoji Yeah yeah, yeah. We flavour like, That's the like, same I was like tap 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 And then I, I stopped and went I don't think that conveys How funny that was <laughs> Tap 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that bloke She was the dancing woman In the red dress <laughs> Every time they're going out Just that question man <laughs> <laughs> you just right back in a smiley fucking
0: face. You don't even talk anymore.
3: It's true, man.
2: We, yeah. When you
0: blew us out the last time, Danny's like, send him the angry emoji. <laughs> I deserved it. I deserved the
2: angry emoji. Oh, I'm, awful. I'm an awful guest. Yeah, uh, yeah, the red the one is the funniest though. Yeah. I don't know why that just makes me crack up. <laughs> 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 it's the ridiculous it. thing ever.
0: <laughs> I love my uh, my sixty odd year old auntie using emojis. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's great. The auntie very. My ma sometimes sends me messages off my dad's phone and she put kisses in them and it freaks me out. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> my dad's like hard enough, like, he's like here, what? Like so you're reading it in your dad's voice, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> what time are you gonna be here for dinner? Kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> you know, like,
3: what
2: <laughs> go away that that's t- what he's expecting like that <laughs> <laughs> that was ma'am <my>, sorry <laughs> he doesn't like to kiss you <laughs> fair enough fair enough man
1: <laughs> oh Jesus oh lads where were we <laughs> I don't know emojis are great though yeah Marvelous I do story. like
2: I mean I can remember it was kind of taboo at the start for men to use the emojis to fully embrace them but I was I, like, I'm, I'm going embraced. for it. I'm, I'm going gone. For it. no I'm, I'm all over gone. that shit I love emojis um, is there any good Pokemon up brown any now
1: yeah, there are a few oh Did we, you get any good ones? I'm yeah, am right into it yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. only
2: got like 20 My mate had like a, a lure in his house He's like download this and We get them We
1: just got the Pidgey one all the time Yeah man, Pidgeys are everywhere Yeah. If you live in an area That has nothing but Pidgeys That's how you I know I thought they you were against it. this game A couple uh, weeks ago I caved in man I had to go for it Get it man no, I'm It's not hilarious know. If you live in no an area interest. That has nothing but Pidgeys That's how you know That your social life needs to You need yeah. to get out of the circular area And move up in the world Like, like I was down
0: to an early pier there A couple of weeks ago the We were walking back When the lads goes Look at all them. And there was crowds of people. And I was like, what the hell are they doing? They're playing Pokemon. I said, shut up, they're not. They're yeah. grown men and grown women. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. no, they're the bandstand you know, and they were playing Pokemon Go.
2: Dave Fogarty, he was, obviously, the a photographer, he he was over in Vegas competing at the Amateur World Championships, came second really good. Grass-F. But he's a, uh, when he was over there, he was staying in Venice Beach, right? Yeah. Before he went to Vegas. And he said, like, groups of, like, 50 lads, like, run by, like, you know, all ages, like, looking for Pokemon. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, yeah. it's a bit of, it's funny. Do you like, see them in oh, Central
0: Park. The clip of them in oh, Central Park. Oh, yeah. People are banned. I think her, I
2: kind of have the game so we can just say to people, is there any good Pokemon around here? Because they're going to just go, what? what? <laughs> yeah, I'm only joking, <laughs> you <tig." laughs> yeah. think. Yeah, just man. the reaction is brilliant.
1: Yeah. I, I was over there at the same time as Dave, because it was around the time you were C200. Yeah. And there were Pokemon pub crawls in
2: Oh Vegas. yeah, and you get so much off and if you have such yeah, Pokemon and yeah. all. Yeah,
1: generally. Like if you go to the ah, bar and you're yeah. like, like... Why do you think I'm stocking up on Pokemon before I go yeah. back to the Vegas? They, they were like, okay, so in this pub, if everybody has a Clefairy, you get a free shot. And like Clefairy, See, I didn't Clefairy, even Clefairy, Clefairy, watch the Clefairy. show.
2: I didn't even watch the show. I didn't yeah. even have the Game Boy game. And like, I'm like, boy, I don't even know the relevance of the people I'm catching here. I, I, watch a
1: a show. I start naming me Pokemon because you can change your names. What? Yeah, generally. So... uh I learned a trick as well, uh, you know, e- Evie. No. The little thing looks like a little dog. dog. No. Right. Anyway, this one looks like a dog. If you change it, it can evolve into three different things. So if you change the name of a certain thing, it evolves into one. If you change, right? Well, so I learned that trick. This isn't because you're on the podcast, by the way. Uh, I have uh, a pidgey that I've called Pete. Ah. Uh, and then I have another. For, he did that for me. Didn't no, you no, because I've got, Look I've house. got because no, I've got another pidgey then that I call Pete's mate. And then I've got another board that I don't know what it is is. I'm call him Pete's Enemy because I figured they're rival gangs. You know what I mean? That's probably, that's very true. It's You're 28, really, man. Yeah, I know, yeah. And then I got uh, a lad who is, uh, he looks, see the way he looks a bit creepy? See, like he looks like a magician he or something? He looks
2: like a coward, that lad. Is he wearing boxing gloves? So I call Damn. him Darren
1: Brown because he does magic. <laughs> Darren Brown. Because he's a... Uh,
2: Danny's obsessed with Darren Brown. I yeah. went to see him in uh, England once. It was really good. Yeah, he's a good man. He is, you know, he's absolutely brilliant. He frightens me, to be honest. Like with someone I, I love him, I love
1: him. I love magic. I'm a little nerd
2: about magic, man. I, I wish I could deal with him. It's just <clears> these <throat> hobby hands, man. <laughs> 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 I can't do, like, sleight a hand around. They're too cumbersome and weird. Did you go to a magic show in Vegas? No. Oh,
1: you, you should need go to. To oh, here. You need to go to the Can two, I tell you uh, it's the funniest story about
2: David Copperfield of all time? Yeah. Go for it. He's, he's right, great so live. UFC 178. It's... um. Connor's first fight in Las Vegas. We were there. Yeah, um, so I'm in the whiskey down one night, and who do I see? Only the real notorious Tony McGregor, a, a former guest of your show, Gent. of course. Yes, Tony's walking across uh, the, the foyer, the foyer of the 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 MGM with a suit on him. And him and Mags have just been to see David Copperfield. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, Tony, what's up? How are you getting on? He's like, Yeah, yeah, good, good. How are you? And I was like, what, Where do you come from? They all snazzed up. And he's like, Oh, we're at David Copperfield. And I was like, Oh, was it good? And he goes, Yeah, no, he made me disappear. And I was like, What? <laughs> he goes, No, he made me disappear. And I said, What did that feel like? And he goes, Oh, no, it was really weird and all. I was like, Are you sure? Like, that, did that really happen? He goes, Nah, they made me run through the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> he's a legend, man. He's a, he's one of the best people in the world, man. He's a crack. Oh, he's always like constantly crack. He's, but,
0: a, he's uh, a one of our mates got called up for that exact same trick. Did he run through the kitchen? He never. He's, to this day, he still hasn't told us. Maybe like I'm gonna tell him now. Copperfield scares his his the shit today. out of your backstage. It's his birthday today. did Little yeah, kick. Yeah. No Matthews Matthews? I'm gonna birthday, tell man. him. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. tell him he ran through the kitchen. Just yeah. say that. We were the group. Of us afterwards were like, where, where where'd you go? Because I can't tell you. They told to me not to tell you. He still hasn't told us. Just to the, I'm just
2: ruining it. Like, people are going to sue this uh, podcast. Yeah. Dead <laughs> people. I, they, I just, no, I just hang on, love the on. way Dave, the field like, on, come on, man. There's boring the lines and you're just flying now. They go on this, like,
0: human bike and the curtain goes over them and then they just, curtain goes back and they're all gone. Next minute, they're at the back row of the, the theatre. Oh, the that's my the kitchen.
1: Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly.
2: Allegedly. Maybe Tony was just, you know what I mean, they oh. were like...
1: Tony's brilliant. I love Tony. He's, he's a legend. He, and he, he's, dude, he's got some, like, like, just randomly came out with some stuff in his heart and was about like, Vietnam and all. And we were like, Yeah, he's an interesting what? cat, man. Very, very knowledgeable. Very you know how
2: he used like, to make Connor ring me? Because I worked for the, like, the Lucan Gazette. He so is. he'd be like, I do not want to do an article about you in the Lucan Gazette. So he'd go down <laughs> and pick it up in, the, in the, the supermarket there, just up from where they live, uh, in Lucan Village. And then, like, kind of reluctantly ring me. Someone was like... What would he oh, say? Oh, my dad told me to ring you. <laughs> <laughs> three o'clock in the morning I said, Do you know what I mean? I'm in work at eight o'clock. Re- really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was real funny. Because G- I just... Like, there was a certain time in my life where... If the phone was ringing after, like, twelve o'clock, it was only one person. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this done. Like, thinking I'm just waiting there with me to the phone. Go! <laughs> <laughs> Hang yeah, so on, I didn't put a loudspeaker. Shit, up! <laughs> so Doughty was a big patron for me back oh,
0: in the day. Man. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's interesting, though, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Like, when... Back but can you imagine, like, that's it? They were clamoring for, like, an article in the Lucan Gazette. Gazette. <laughs> like, no, but that's what now, I was just going to yeah.
0: say. So they are clamoring for an article in the Lucan Gazette in 2010, 2011. Yeah, yeah. And now, like... Now, Vogue. Like, now, you're a full-time journal. Connor's yeah. fighting n- next week. Is he? Is he? Yeah. For <laughs> another... <laughs> What, 15 million probably payday? Probably, yeah, probably somewhere did, around there. Did you see that coming at all?
2: Uh, yeah, we knew something was weird with, like, with Connor, definitely. Like, we all, like, say when I started covering the scene, Roddy was the guy. So, Roddy was seen as the most accomplished guy. You have to remember, Connor only probably had like five fights, five or six fights maybe, when I started to know about him, you know? Um, I think he just lost to Duffy, actually, was when um, I became. I, I think after that, I started going to his fights because I had met him at a Paddy Hoolan fight. Um, my brother I went with my brother and I can remember just this guy all had the latest G-star jeans on had one of these caps that not a lot of blokes were wearing back then this was just cutting edge stuff yeah. he was just roaring at the cage like, and everyone's fairly quiet I was watching it I was going to be who's this guy here jeez like, he's going to shut up watching this or whatever like, so people, to watch
0: this. people that say he puts that on he doesn't
2: oh th- he's literally been the same guy all the time like, yeah. he, he, I have to say you now he has he's never been any different than that you know what I mean it's always been the way he is he, he's very captivating he walks into a room, even back then, everyone's going to be looking at him in a few minutes. You know what I mean? Is he
0: obsessed back then as he is now?
2: Yeah, well, speaking to him and speaking to John, it was around then. After that loss to Duffy really kind of changed him. Do you know what I mean? Because he suffered such a bad loss to Satankov, his first loss. It kind of turned him away from the sport because it was, he was only maybe 2-0. He had a, uh, it was just up in the, the, the ringside there in Crumlin. Mm. So he had, like, he's, he, think about it, like he's 19 and he has all these people from his area to come and see him. And he's had two fights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's, something can definitely go wrong in them situations, no matter how good of a boxer you are. You know what I mean? Like, so, I think after that, you know, he's so young, I think he, he probably just went, you know, fuck this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't what, I don't think I want to do this. And then he kind of came back. And then the loss to Duffy, like they said, he was back in the gym Monday morning and he was making people constantly put him in that head and arm choke that that Duffy tapped him out Really? Like just, to, just to, like, he's never going to happen to me again. So that's really interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, that's yeah. So, like, and that's why this fight is interesting. This is another loss. The losses have been so different the two times it happened. Yeah. But, like, from the outside looking in, you'd have to think it was more Joe Duffy kind of response than Artem, uh, uh, Artem Satankov, you know what I
0: mean? How... how I, I don't take... I know I'm just a fan, but I don't take the Nate Diaz loss that serious. Because it's given, not. given the circumstances that the two of them um, had ten days notice. I I look at it like the two of them saved the card because I had fun. I had gone over. I had invested yeah. me money in that, and I just wanted to see Conor McGregor fight live again. Mm. So I've come to the conclusion: if I want to see Conor fight, I have to leave the country. So. Went over to that, and I was just glad that he was fighting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And a ten-day notice, the two of them had feck all prep for each other. Yeah. And it's just like, well, look, they saved the cards. He he lost. He lost. Like. Yeah. He's just taking it. He. He doesn't see that kind of ten-day notice thing, whereas he just wants to avenge the loss.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Do you get what I, I'm saying? I, I think. I think if this was boxing and Conor lost, it would have been massive. But losses in MMA are just kind of part of the course now. Like everyone's mm. gonna lose. There's mm. not one guy. Like I'm, I'm sure there is one guy that like un, like there's obviously unbeaten fighters at the moment. But I I don't trust it if a guy hasn't lost. And Neil Siri always yeah. says you have to lose. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like he yeah. thinks it's a massive part of fighting is losing. Of course, like to, yeah. to see what you do with the loss. And um, you know he always talks about that. Neil Neil always talks about it. You know to 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 win to win all the time is fine. But to lose and then win again is a completely different thing.
0: Going back to where, when you, you went to watch Roddy fight, mm. um, what was it that Roddy was missing to make it to the next level, Owen Roddy? I don't
2: think he was. I think it was just the time. The like time. Back then, there was no kind of lower weight divisions. So, you know, he he was kind of like like when you look at the Irish scene, even, even now the guys that are coming out of the Irish scene, they're fighting Irish lads. Roddy was on the pro scene fighting like good names like coming in from Europe. You know he'd went to England to fight these guys, but but the time he was there, they just weren't letting in as many people as they are now. Like UFC, like would have one hundred percent like in its current state, yeah, would have a hundred percent signed on Roddy.
1: Mm. As you said, the, the weight divisions back then it was yeah. well, heavyweight, light heavyweight, middleweight, welterweight, yeah. lightweight. That was it.
2: And I think I think it just gets to a stage where as like you know these professional fighters aren't making a lot of money, apart from mm. at the very highest level. And I think roddy you know two kids and kelly You would have a house he has a business you know i think it just becomes too much at some stage you know what i mean in terms of the training yeah i just think it's too hard to prepare for your own fight get these other guys prepared for their fights you know what i mean and i think i think he's a brilliant coach i think he's brilliant you know honestly like i think like even the guys i know that work with him like ryan curtis he's one of the most promising young fighters in ireland absolutely amazing he's actually over um He's over training with Team Alpha Male at the moment. Really? Yeah. So he, he's coming back to fight on Bama. Like I I have high, high hopes for Ryan Curtis, like in, in terms of like the future. I think he's amazing. Um he, but like the way these guys talk about Roddy, you know what I mean? Like it's it's just something different. Like it's a yeah. really Well
0: really I know um Lindsay uh trains with Roddy hmm. well before she got up the pole. And uh, <laughs> she's nothing but complimentary towards him. I think she was captivated by him after yeah. about. He's such a personal a month person as well. For s- maybe six weeks. Yeah, She was just like, Roddy's saying this, oh my god, I can't believe yeah. he's saying whatever. S- he still
1: <laughs> owes me a Troy she so was saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I mean, happened there? He, after the. Uh, was it party. or Mendes? Mendes. Um, no, it was Poria. It was after Poria for Was it? Uh, yeah, it was definitely because Mendez is the main event. Oh, yeah. So it was after the party I you? And I think it was just before Mighty Mouse was fighting. And uh, Roddy, because we were sitting on a floor seat, so I was right on the, the, beside the walkout. Like, and Roddy just came running down. And uh, he was looking in the crowd and all that. And then he just seeing my flag. And he's like, Can I? Uh, Connor needs a flag. Can I? And I was like, Yeah, here. He's like, I'll bring it back to you. And looks at a man from Ballymoon when he says that. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> and he just kind of stood there looking at me for a minute, and I was like, oh, "Don't right. hit me." <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. And he just talking to us, "Yeah." And he just it. So uh, there you go. He does yeah, all your trigger. So, known
2: Roddy, that is an you're an absolute disgrace. Yeah, exactly. All right. And yeah.
0: Danny tweeted him. I did. You should.
1: And yeah. he said, "I'll give it back to you." Did he give it back to you, Danny? Uh, no, he didn't. Actually, I disgrace. Think I think for shame. I think what he <laughs> actually tweeted him was. Uh, don't worry about gives the flag. a few minutes if the he, Yeah, if you get me a meet and greet with the king is what I said. <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. So he sat by me phone. That was the end of it. For me last day <laughs> in Vegas, being like, any minute now. <laughs> any minute now, me little, me little private message is going to light up on Twitter. <laughs> come on, Roddy, come
2: on. Reminds me of trying to get an interview with him back in the day. <laughs> 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 I need to sleep. <laughs> but, um, yeah.
0: You know the documentary 10,000 Worlds? Ten thousand hours. Hours. That's what I meant. Yeah. Edit that, Danny. <laughs> Ten thousand <Absolutely> hours. <laughs> yeah. um, who did that?
2: That was severe. Was, was it? Was Graham, Paddy, and Gav. They were the same. The same kind of trio that made the notorious. Made them. So that was their first effort. And it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. That, that we didn't actually, wasn't with severe then, um, and I can remember they were at the event. That that the fights that were going to take place so like a uh, Gooberty... Shannon Googarty versus Owen Roddy. And then, I think it was actually Paddy was fighting Satankoff Or was it Damien Rooney? It was one of the other.
0: In the NBA National Basketball, Yeah, right?
2: yeah. I can't remember who, which of them he was fighting. So now
0: Paddy's mates right at the cage. Yeah, 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 and
2: Owens did. I thought he was going to die that like, yeah. night. Like, honestly, Rob win. he was an he was a middleweight fighter from Ireland. He was a beast of a fella. Like. But everybody's like, this is the biggest night in the Irish MMA at that point. Mm. Like He's fighting Shannon Gilgarty, He's going to show everyone that he's worth uh, to get into the UFC. And and then we're all going to go mad. So then, like I'm sitting front row with me, like you know, me, my Acer laptop or whatever it was. And uh, he's um he's in a choke straight away. He's in this rear naked choke for like the whole first round. His face has gone purple. Like we're just expecting Roddy to tap out at any point. Then he somehow miraculously turns the whole fight around, wins it. And then next of all, I'm like trying to like take this all in and write about it. And next of all, this monster Rob Wind just sends me into orbit. Like, raw. <laughs> <laughs> there'd be laptops going through the air it was just mental <laughs> absolutely mental like, one of it's one of the best nights I've ever covered in a sport it was unbelievable really? it was absolutely unbelievable it, it, like that's uh, Roddy uh, honestly like that night when I watched watch Roddy beat Shannon Gugarty uh, that was the first night where I could say like this might be I might be able to do this for a living just yeah. seeing that many people reacting to it you know what I mean and, like,
0: and, and who else that's still around was on that card do you remember? Uh, blow, like
2: I mean everybody, like it was a uh, on that card in particular. Jeez, I can't. Like, I'm trying to think. I know, I know they had a few kind of blow-ins there as well, uh, even Salivary and stuff. But like Paddy fought in that, um, like them cage contenders like Chris Fields, Cole, Connor, yeah. um, and Siri. Uh Paul Redmond, like every like the back They were they, all on that? Oh, I don't know if they're all on that particular oh, card, but they used to fight with them organizations. I can't really remember who was like I don't think Connor fought the night that uh bet uh Ruddy bet But he bet he did fight the night that um Chris Fields Chris Fields fought John Redmond, I think it oh, was. Yeah. Or Carl Pendred defended as well the way title for the first time, and that's when he knocked out Mike Wood in sixteen seconds. And uh, Tony always says that's the night that he knew that Connor could be a professional fighter. Yeah. And I can remember that night was the first night I, I said like he's going to the UFC. Connor, like, because it was just like sixteen seconds annihilation and then just the swagger of him. Like when I saw him in there, I'm like, Dad, he's a superstar. Like, he's already a superstar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like he just started then the next time he fought, he knocked out Parry Darty in like four seconds. So then you're like, Alright, hang on a second. Do you know what I mean? Something weird's happening here, like it's a. Uh, He's a freak, you know what I mean.
0: That, and that was avenging the loss. Like he got better after the loss. To yeah, Duffy. that was
2: the Joe Duffy. Just that, that they were, they like Hugh Brady, Mike Wood, Paddy Doherty. They were like straight after the loss to Duffy. Like, and he was just sparking guys out. Like I'd never, I like I'd seen it on TV or whatever, but I'd never seen a fed away guy being able to do that to people. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just like touched them, gone. Like, literally, guys, like, it was like they were running past them. sometimes. He hit them and they just keep going. Like, yeah. they can't even believe it. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, the,
0: the, the Butchinger, the Ivan Butchinger, yeah, the Butchinger out. knockout. He just fouls them.
2: Yeah. Like, and that's what he has. Like, he's, yeah. just that's it's just this freak technique, this freak athlete. It just all comes together and it makes them...
0: I was at, at that point, right? I was at a, a stage where I was reading up on, on Cage Warrior reports and, and stuff like that. But I could never properly judge...
2: It's very hard. The
0: domestic fighters versus watching UFC <laughs> once a month. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like if I was watching, say you said there, you knew Conor was going to the UFC. Mm. If I was watching that. I'd be like, who's Mike Wood? Yeah. You
2: know but but the thing that was sticking out to me was it. It wasn't so much the opponents that were in front of him. It was the fact that he was he was knocking out guys and he was that size. Yeah. I was like, that's worth its weight in gold in them lower divisions.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. So I knew he come from a. a uh, a, a boxing background, a striking background. And then when you saw him kind of getting into cage, but like I have to say, when he was knocking out guys in four seconds, that's when we all, everyone's like, right, this could be the guy. But the problem is, the best featherweight in Ireland that time was on Roddy. So do you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. like going, well, Roddy will get there first and then Connor. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that's the way you're looking at it. But then as, as cage warriors kind of came in, you, you're starting to see how dynamic Connor was in terms of, he was he was kind of. In the clinch he got really good, he started defending takedowns really well, and then it started going like, Oh no, this is this is the dude, you know what I mean?
0: And when did when when was the first contact with um UFC and and Connor? Was there was there there was no contact with Roddy and um, UFC? Was there ever any I
2: don't know, like I mean, I can remember we all like now when I look back on it, it was naive of me because like now I could probably get in touch with someone and find out if they were looking at them you know what i mean mm. but back then it was just kind of like ah here this is shannon gilbert he's fighting the ufc like what's he have to do mm, what do we yeah. have to do here if he beats him that's the end of it's happened you know what i mean and then everyone kind of just makes that buzz themselves like the whole community starts buzzing of one person saying oh no this is the one i think this is the one and then uh like that that's what we we taught against gilbert and then we taught against wilson hayes but obviously he didn't win that for you, even though it was brilliant we even thought it was good enough to get signed off that, but in the end it just didn't. Roddy wasn't really you know, he, he didn't want to I'd say he would hundred percent find the OC if he was active now, like Really? Yeah. So when I'd say anybody would say that about him, honestly.
0: When was the so we don't know if there was any ever contact? No, I couldn't running. say for sure. No, but when I was, think
2: before haste, like there was a lot of words, but I mean I don't I, I don't I couldn't say for sure,
0: like So when was the the first kind of contact out to Connor? That was um was it before the New Year's Eve show?
2: I oh, can remember interviewing him back then, and he, he was sure that the UFC were aware of who he was. And I think the problem was that back then, when Conor, do you remember he, had to go, he went up to, from featherweight to lightweight yeah. because the Jim Aylers pulled out of that fight? I think after that fight, Conor wanted to be a lightweight. Right. Conor wanted to be a lightweight then. But UFC's only option to him was, you, you're a featherweight so I think there was is that a, what they said yeah Okay. they want you as a featherweight you've done everything you've, you've done all this stuff a featherweight like why would we want you as a, a lightweight really even like, though you've knocked out Ivan Buschinger who was a really good fighter they wanted him a featherweight so I think there was a bit of deliberation on that like I'm sure kind of like Dana White's story about him coming to Dublin oh and I Trinity never College. heard of him before definitely heard of him yeah. before and if he didn't hear about him Sean Shelby definitely fucking heard of him really yeah yeah so I think that was a deliberation like, and it's kind of funny when you think that we're still having the featherweight conversation does Connor be a featherweight when initially he didn't want to even fight a featherweight in there and now he's the champion of that division yeah that's insane like you know
0: and he's finishing every finished yeah.
2: Jose Aldo yeah absolutely like that was the most incredible thing I've ever seen like I never in a, like I thought he could knock him out in the first round yeah <laughs> 13 seconds, though, is a different story. Like, do you know Dave Schaller? He's the, the yeah, head PR yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. I was sitting beside Dave for that fight in the front row. And Dave was, like, up tweeting, like, oh, it's about to start taking a picture. And he's turning around, like, looking at his phone, like, like just making sure it's sent or whatever. And he sits down, and I'm already going, did you see that? And he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no idea. I'm mean, like, he's no idea. He's like, oh, my God, i got to see this again. He's looking at the screens and all, like, that's how quick it was. He got Amazing. up to take a picture of them in the cage and just literally. So we we're sitting like I could literally grab the octagon from where I am nearly. I could lean over the desk and grab the octagon. So he literally just walked around, and he's coming back, takes a look at his phone, and it's
1: already over. Unbelievable. Like, like look that, at
2: what he did to Frankie
1: Edgar to Hunter, You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's that that night that Aldo fight was the accumulation of this wave where yeah. JMA was riding that. Connor kind of started yeah. effect- effectively this momentum, this huge Absolutely. surge of popularity. Like, mm-hmm. so obviously, you said you were sitting front row. Like, for you who'd been reporting on it from the, the National days, Basketball in, Arena in Talent, the, yeah, in the Gazette, St. <laughs> right, Mars
2: G.A. Club, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what I mean. So, like, you were sitting. At home, three o'clock in the morning, getting a phone call off Connor after the staff pestering him to get <laughs> yeah. a few words yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. local gazette, oh, it's and mad. then suddenly you are sitting front row MGM next to Dave Scholler yeah. who has just been battered by Daniel Cormier and John Jones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's a have, great
1: fella, man. Dave uh, Scholler. He seems a like a, like, a even fella. in press conferences, he seems like a good guy. He's a legend. Well, all that goes on, and you've got this th- this moment, this almost tangible for people like that. The entire nation suddenly has this realization of. Yeah. Holy shit, like, this is a legit thing. Like, yeah. For you, who'd been working on it, how did that feel to you? Like,
2: um, I'll tell you the truth. I had a bit of a moment once uh, at the the in <clears throat> for UFC 189. When they were weighing in and the whole crowd were like... amazing. So I was oh like... Oh, my God. I was like open mouth like, fucking... And I was like... I was pretty emotional at that point because I was like... List- look at all these people. Like This is in this, America. This freak show Mendez. Like, like, like three years before, I'm ringing papers going, please take this. And they're like, what are you talking man. Do you know what I mean? So, the Irish Times were there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Ken was there. Yeah, Kenny, and um,
0: Another chapter. Another
2: chapter. Yeah. Me and Ken go line dancing every time we're in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not messing with you. That is a fact. But uh, uh, when that happened, I can remember I was like, I tweeted someone like, this is the most amazing moment. This is, it's hard. It's hard to put into words what this means or whatever. And I tell you, when I got back inside, the wine, he asked me to have a word with him. And he was like, stop, don't. You're here to do a job. And it was the best piece of voice I ever got. He said, heard, stop. Stop hammering up like this you're here to you're here to do a job.
0: What did he mean? What did you mean?
2: Like he was like, Don't get don't let the emotions don't get carried away with your emotions, like don't let the emotions write the story. Like do you know what I mean? Like just you stay in the moment here. And he's always like Ariel's like giving me so much good advice like for nothing. Nothing. Like just like some people seem to think that uh like you know, you see it on Twitter or whatever that he's some type of a high opinion of himself literally the first time i don't time, think that at oh, all he's, he's the
1: nicest he seems like the most humble they just
2: hate the, the guys just hating on him because he's so successful do you know what i mean like yeah. well, this is a guy i walked into the room the first time i met him was in boston sorry he was in dublin but you know he was really busy over here i didn't really get a chance to talk to him i was busy myself but yeah. when i when i was in boston i just went in to get food one night and he came home and just sat down beside me and just started talking away just chatting away blah blah blah. oh here's the guy the irish the guy talked talk to him from Ireland, blah, blah, blah. he just done the tea interview with Paddy Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we were having a good crack about that. And then that night, Connor came in, he was drinking the whiskey with Paddy up on the stage. And then Ariel just goes, here, do you want to go on the MMA hour tomorrow? Like, and I thought he was taking the piss on, like doing one of them big, <laughs> you know what I mean, laughs and all. And he's like, no, do you, can you do it? Like, <laughs> and then, Well, like, they, they, that's the biggest, the biggest things that's ever happened to me, like in terms yeah. of like exposure and stuff i can remember i was drinking with a guy in hooters it was like the only night you get to go out so this is like late I'm you know, late and this guy had come with all the mma junkie guys he, i didn't know who he was he apparently uh something to do with tito ortiz's management or something and they uh, were all sitting there and uh all the all the americans just ripping me like oh this uh no no good journalists from Ireland. what the words now about mma <laughs> we're all laughing or whatever and i'm not messing with you. this guy that was sitting beside me he was like I heard there's a guy called Petey Carroll and he's really good from over there. And I was like, <laughs> who's paid him to say that? Do you know what I mean? And, me, and Noel McGrath who spoke to me, he literally couldn't believe he was like, Someone, did you pay him? Did you pay him to say that? It was the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 That's what Ariel Owani does for you. You know what I mean? Like He makes you a name over there. Like Not he, a name. I mean, nobody fucking knows who I am, but it's, it's, it's such a, a stamp of approval. Do yeah, you know what I mean?
1: One, one of the things with Ariel that stood out to me um, in, in any other sport, you wouldn't see it. There is a queue of fans to yeah. meet and take a photo with Ariel yeah. before some of the fighters. Yeah. So you just
0: have to see The Q, uh, the Q and As at two hundred. He gets a huge yeah. round of applause. That yeah. was amazing.
2: That was
1: beautiful. I because yeah,
2: after that, uh, the thing the ordeal I have with him in UFC, like I can, like I was listening. Yeah, what's your opinion on that? Oh, it's bullshit. Like mm. you, know, you can't. Like and I, look, I always say it. I've never had any trouble with UFC. Never. Criticize them openly Mm. often. They've just never had a problem with me because I don't have the, like, I don't get the the reach that Helwani has. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's breaking, like, I mean, I don't understand how they can be annoyed with him because he's actually promoting the sport. You know what I mean? That's the way I see it. Like And, um, When he when he was free. Yeah, (laughs) like essentially like and you know, they've given him a hard time and it doesn't reflect well on them because everyone the one thing everybody knows about Hawaii is he doesn't lie. Like when he says like there's a fight in the works,
0: that fight's gonna happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um But do you think obviously I obviously now looking back it was an e jerk reaction from UFC Mm. because they were waiting for a while to unload this Brock Lesnar news. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, before the clip goes out, yeah. Ariel tweets it. Can you see where they're coming from at yeah, all?
1: Yeah, I get it. But I mean, did it make that promo any worse? No. no. I thought Put it, was it this way. I watched that promo the following day. I didn't stay up. Yeah. The night of the, it was John Jones. The yeah, fight, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't stay up to watch it. I got up the next morning to watch that. Yeah. And my brother had already texted me saying, looks like you're going to be seeing Brock. So I was like what, it's Lesnar? <laughs> so I already had a thing in my head. Like, His best mate's name's Brock. Yeah, so like I, I <laughs> was doing this, this back and forth going, does he mean like Brock and Glen Avon? Or does he mean Brock Lesnar? Yeah, yeah. So then I said, fuck, I'll have a quick look on Twitter and try avoid results. Yeah. Seeing the results anyway, <laughs> but also seeing all this stuff about Helwani kicking off. And I was like, what? Yeah. But even knowing all that, I still, when I seen that promo, yeah, and then you just, that flash at the end and yeah. Lesnar... I oh, was still like, holy shit. Yeah. I woke up my girlfriend in the bed. I think I woke up half the house because I was like, holy shit, Brock fucking Lesnar. That's like, what I mean. Like. Like, I mean,
2: that's, that's, why, that's where I, I kind of sit with it. Um, and I thought the the podcast he did where he just kind of opened up about Very everything. Very yeah, To be honest, man, when I listened to that, I was like, he's taking every media member to school here. Like, he's literally oh, yeah. telling them, this is what is going down this way. I was like, that is one of the most educational you know, two hours of, of, of uh, audio that anyone trying to get into MMA journalism should think about, you know? But, um, you know, I just... I think he, like, no matter what happens with Ariel, he's he's always going to be remembered as the greatest MMA reporter of all time. Yeah, yeah. He is and I think like, that's, like...
0: He wins the award every year, doesn't he?
2: <laughs> just call it the Ariel owani Award. Yeah, yeah. he is.
1: And he deserves it every year. He's amazing for the sport. He, like, He deserves it
2: every year. Like, yeah. I, I always get pissed at people like, oh, what about this, what about that, like... Well, who's, who's he's he's the best. He's who's, the like, he's, yeah. he's outright the best. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm sure like there's great, there's brilliant guys out there to do technical breakdown. There's brilliant breaking news guys. There's good feature guys. There's brilliant features guys. Like I mean, Chuck Mendenhall. Look, look at MMA fighting there. Like Chuck Mendenhall, Sean Alshadi, um, Mark Romandi. You know all these guys. Like even in New York Rick. Like, Esther Lynn. They're, Lin, they're Lin. all Esther Lynn's best photographer. In the world. Do you know what I mean? Like after that's just after Dave Fogarty. Of course, Yogarty is the greatest. But, okay. <laughs> like I mean. But a nicer bunch of people you never meet. Like, Dave, his first UFC, he walked over to Esther Lynn and, oh yeah, basically getting a seminar of Esther Lynn there sitting beside the cage, going through everything. Going, I like to do this, I like to do that. They're so helpful. Do you yeah. know what I mean? There's there's so much famine thinking inside this kind of media bubble. Do you know what I mean? This it's MMA thing. Click. Yeah. Like, it's like people think if he's doing that, that's, I should have been doing that. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, you can't, like, like you'll always see the most successful people in the game are always the ones that are trying to help you. They're yeah. always the, the the most successful ones.
0: Are your um oh, I don't help anyone. What <laughs> <laughs> are your uh, are your Irish MMA journal colleagues jealous that you're the best in the country?
2: Uh, Sean Sheen <laughs> would Sean Sheen would, would disagree with you here. He always tells me I'm um, only the the best MMA writer in Blanchardstown. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best writer of Blanchardstown. Uh, I don't. He's only the
0: best in Limerick.
2: <laughs> I'm not messing with him. I'm not messing with him. Mm. I don't. Th- I don't see it as. I, I mean,
0: there's I look, no well, there's no kind of click in the Irish MMA journalism. Everyone
2: thinks that we like, you know, we're like we like mowed ourselves off as a very but I Get on with everyone. Like mm. I literally get on with absolutely fucking everyone. There's no one I don't. I have a problem with on the in terms of MMA media at all. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah. No, like I mean, that whole thing there with Severe is just the support, the network there. Like I mean, everybody kind of helps each other out. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just friends, really. You know what I mean? Like just everyone trying to help each other out. How so, did Severe start? I don't know. You have to ask Graham. I, I came really? on the board. I jumped in after I saw ten thousand hours. I just messaged him, and said like. I say I was the only kind of regular writer at the time. Not that Graham knew or gave a shot, but he, <laughs> he started coming in and doing this film and it was class. And I can remember watching going, This is this is exactly, we need more of this stuff. So I got onto them and then he's like, Oh, yeah, do you want to write for us? And I was like, Yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I remember
0: I won, won a Chris Fields t shirt off Graham about five oh years yeah. ago. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, it was deadly. <laughs> People oh, yeah. share this and like this and you'll yeah, win this. Yeah, yeah. Everyone oh. thought it was a fix because he's a yeah. uh, body bracket yeah who like, uh, cares
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of your severe colli- colleagues this week this week gone I'm trying to work out the time frame, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah last yeah. week has, uh, has certainly bolstered uh, I think people's opinion of MMA and certainly of MMA reporting Andrew McGann yeah, yeah. Uh, on Today FM yeah he's absolutely brilliant um, schooling Tom McGork yeah. <laughs> essentially making Tom McGork who is a wily old pro oh yeah shall we say But in fairness, Andrew McGann, I thought he handled that. I think it's absolutely literally
2: well. I literally, when I was listening to that, I was like, "This is the greatest! Like I've never heard. Like this is like this is the most amazing thing Andrew's ever done, and Andrew's done some great stuff." But I can just the way he delivered it was kind of funny as well. Like it was nearly mocking how ridiculous it was, and I was like, "This is the perfect tone." And like uh, the thing with McGurk is when he went on that show last year with TV Three everybody was, I'm sure you guys were the same, These were probably roaring back at the TV watching it. Like, I turned odd, it off. Yeah. So he was like, I'm sure Andrew did the same watching it and he was just, he." I'd say when he said there are no rules, Andrew was just like, is he Is he for real going to drop that on me again? Like yeah. so. Yeah. And if you remember, the interview goes on <laughs> and Andrew's like, hang on a second, now we just have yeah. to bring this
0: back. Yeah. <laughs> there and are no rules up. and yeah. Yeah. it's illegal in America. Yeah. But yeah. I,
1: love, I love as well how Tom McGork tried to, to paint Professor Dan Healy yeah. Yeah. as...
2: Somebody who's <laughs> completely opposed to That MMA. was the cage toy shows, wasn't it, that Dan Healy spoke about? He cage, was kings. Without them. Yeah. cage kings. Cage
0: yeah.
2: kings, yeah. That, cage toy, right? That's what it is, cage toy. Uh, cage yep. toy, yeah. yeah.
1: But like, um, to put, put some context on this, th- this is off the back of the Irish martial arts... Yeah. I can't Commission. Remember, com- Commission. Yeah, yeah. ...saying they view MMA as pornographic... Why mm. what else do we watch it, lot? Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like the, the snapping about these women's divisions what <laughs> crazy so, and all this of course off the back of a couple of months ago the, the yeah. tragic situation with Joe Carvalho mm. so you have that entire boiling pot you've got obviously you led almost the charge in saying regulation 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 yeah. the conversation shifted away from kind of the the, the dramatics and the overplayed but, nonsense yeah. that were coming out of the, the camp who were opposed to MMA mm. and then it kind of down for a few months as these things do because yeah. people forget and they move on to the next cause of the day like yeah. until <laughs> the martial arts crowd came out and said yeah. well these leaked documents whatever it was came out mm. and said it like so this situation with Tom McGurk then well, as I said, he comes out and it was perfect. rattles off nearly everything he was saying last year. The, the conversation hasn't moved on at all. Yeah. Meanwhile, Andrew's able to say, like, hang on. Look at all the steps that have been taken towards getting it regulated. Yeah. Look at the work that's been done. And when you say there's no rules, by the way. yeah. Oh, and he just was saying. He bitch slapped him, man. He just bitch slapped he him. He marked him. Merked him, yes. That's, I don't him. think,
0: I, I think Andrew said it as well, that there's a generation of journalists and broadcasts in this country that have their opinion and th- that's yeah. it. Nothing will change. just well, the, the, the generation is, thing right, and it, stubbornness. It's,
2: this, is, this is what it comes down to in the end. Like I've had this debate on radio stations, never as badass as McGann's, I have to say. Yeah. But I've had the, this debate so many times on radio stations and it's like, okay, it's not a sport. Why is it not a sport? Because people are trying to hurt each other. Okay. Well, is boxing a sport? They'll always say yes. Then you say, okay, well now you've made a choice. You've chose to decide that hitting them on the ground is, is, is worse than hitting them in the head by yeah. a professional boxer. Now, that's not proven. That is not a proven thing, that that is worse in any way or a kick to the head from a Taekwondo fighter, which happens in the Olympics, will be any more severe than someone eating some ground and pound. So when they kind of use that, like ground and pound is the reason, they're making a choice. They've decided not to like this sport, but they like all these other combat sports. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I just yeah. I don't I don't see the point. I know people try to make points about the the surface being on the back of the head, like when you're hitting them. But that's literally that's actually helping you. <laughs> you to have a, like and then people say bouncing off the head, and that probably is that probably is something to take into consideration. But certainly, I would rather get a few digs down there than get wheel kicked by a taekwondo fighter. You know yeah. what I mean? In the back yeah. of the head, because their their shots are actually hitting you in the back of the head a lot.
1: Don't, the, even even the boxing point though, like, because that that's the one that people inevitably jump to is yeah. compare to comparison, like. And I remember when that Carvalho situation happened, and we were talking about it on this podcast as well, and I remember having a, a, a kind of not a debate, but I would say a time wasting discussion of an ignorant idiot going on about how boxing is a pure sport and how boxing is making a choice again. Yeah, it's exactly. A, it's and a difference of opinion, and like, but even at that, I mean. He's acting as if nobody's ever died in a boxing ring. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just I couldn't remember the name of it, so I had to Google it there. But the Manuel Velasquez collection, I, at the time of the Carvalho thing, started reading more about death in boxing just to have yeah. an idea of it. Have you ever heard of this thing? Is this where they put the weights in the hands? No, the, the this it's a, it's a study, isn't it? It's a study. It's basically this guy who got obsessive. He was completely opposed to boxing because his friend died in a boxing ring got obsessed with it so start literally just sourcing any newspaper from anywhere in the world that he could find an article about somebody in boxing dying as of like 2010 there was I was going to double check 2036 mm. that he had recorded and he's saying like, didn't think there'd be that much Jesus yeah and like now in fairness that's going back to like you know
0: I think it's going back to 80 and 90 oh sorry I
1: thought you meant since 2010 oh no I no. was <laughs> <not. laughs> like holy shit man. no 2000 this <laughs> Up to up to <laughs> right, 2010. Yeah, right, 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 right. So granted, look, it's covering like 160 years or something. But at the same time, yeah, do you know what I mean? Lot. It's it's, it's a still lot. a stark fucking number, like mm. you know what I mean? Like and people, people, like, and I'm not trying to say like boxing versus MMA or anything. Yeah, a I, know, I know dogs,
2: exactly what get. you mean. Yeah. But
0: you're just saying if someone's calling for a ban on one sport, they it's have to combat call it for
2: sports them all. across the board. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. even Danny then went on a bit of a thing on Facebook where he would then share. Any sport, that Any I sport that where he died. found someone had died, like a footballer then died three weeks later on the pitch. But no, no one's calling for a ban of football.
1: Between now and when Joe Carvalho passed away, four professional footballers have died on the pitch. Yeah, I didn't hear a peep about it. The problem
0: Martin is that... But Tony McGurk would say, and he Tom, says... Tom McGurk. Tom McGurk. Tony's a local football coach. <laughs> <laughs> he might
1: say
0: it. <laughs> he might say it. Tom McGurk uh, was saying to Andrew...
2: It's not the premise of the sport. It's not the premise of sport. I agree with that.
0: You're he, but he was he was saying that in MMA you're trying to kill someone. You're oh, not no, trying to no,
1: kill no, someone. No, you're, you're trying not. to you're trying to. You it's know, fair enough. I agree with it's not it the premise. A stole, of the, it's not the premise of the sport. I completely agree with that. To out-do no, a stole, nobody yeah. on a football pitch has but gone you, out to kill somebody, but yeah. nobody in an MMA contest No,
2: they is. aren't, but they have to. They, they're, you have to basically perform actions that will harm someone to get where you need to be. You know exactly. know what I mean? Right. Even the better of
1: someone. Yeah. Okay, but then. Then again, to extend the argument to bring in a completely different sport, completely different change of pace, mountain climbing. I've, seen, I've seen people step on people's heads in Ruby's Grumps. Like, well,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's I, what i like. I'll tell you what the funny thing about OMAC is as well. I'm sorry, th- I mean, this is all in my head from yesterday because <laughs> it was very hard yeah, to no, say. Um, OMAC said that ground and pound is that's what they were, that's what yeah. their problem was. Meanwhile, they govern the Sambo, uh, amateur Sambo community, which will. Uh, actually create professionals in Sambo who go on to ground and pound each other in the head yeah. in combat Sambo so I mean you're going to have to get rid of Sambo as well lads I say, you know yeah.
1: what do you, what do you like, so if Sambo there, was easy did college jiu-jitsu could be a normal game <laughs>
0: there's no uh, transparency there then is there and they probably don't know their own ignorance
1: no like, but I'm sure they'd say well this
2: is the amateur like you know we don't do the professional but yeah. surely somewhere along the line there you're breeding amateurs for, to become professionals in either sports um, sport uh, Sambo which doesn't have grounded strikes and then Sambo which does yeah. some just, Sambo. just
1: to, to, to flip it like the, the point I was going to make and I know there's people listening going that's a fucking idiotic point but if you're going to be as blasé to say that the, the means to win an MMA contest are a method of killing somebody mountain climbing is a sport yeah on any mountain that's worthwhile climbing i.e. all the big ones yeah you have to go through a thing called the death zone. <laughs> you cannot reach the peak without going through this fucking thing that people die in every single yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in order for you to achieve the goal and, and beat the mountain, you have to go through a thing called the death zone, which means your body is literally giving up on you for you to reach the peak of that mountain. What's the difference between saying, yeah, you're allowed to climb that mountain, yeah. and yeah,
2: you're allowed getting a ring
1: and no, punch somebody? No, like I get
2: that. you. Like, I, I think it's... The fact that people the people are uncomfortable with the fact that it, like say a mountain climber is harming himself, whereas in in combat sports they they're harming each other. They, they they well they think they need to harm each they're other. Har-
1: they're harming themselves, but other climbers will then step over them and keep walking <laughs> yeah. so that they can reach the summit. Because they, and this, we guess had who's going, never going mountain climbing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had a guy called Ian Taylor on the podcast, where this man who climbed Everest, and he described it, and it's it's well documented. There's so many people who literally. Because when you're up there, you can't function, so you cannot man, pick though. somebody up and carry them down. You literally, if you see somebody dying, you can try and make them more comfortable. But other people will literally just step over them or step around them and keep climbing to yeah. reach the summit. Just so that that's they a can good, say,
2: like, I mean, like, there's so many. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not tr- Like, I agree, I agree with what Tom McGurk is saying in that. The premise of the sport, like you, that, he's right about that. You know where soccer isn't. The premise of the sport isn't uh, about kind of overwhelming another man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's like, but if you're like as you, as we said earlier, if you're gonna ban MMA, ban boxing, ban taekwondo, ban judo, yeah, ban yeah, everything, yeah. because all of them, like in judo, you can get spiked in your head.
1: Yeah. you know what I mean.
2: Like, like that could kill you. Yeah.
1: Like but, realistically, I mean, like yeah, okay, but then and again, I know I'm being pedantic or I'm being just devil's advocate or whatever, but. Do we have to bring up CTE and concussion in sports like American football and rugby? And exactly. fair, enough, oh, th- yeah. fair enough, you you may not, the object might like, be. Like, I don't get what OJ Simpson, like, people don't realise that's completely a CTE yeah, situation. 100%. If like,
0: ever there was a walking
1: example of somebody like, whose brain is just this yeah. fucking One cheese on. man.
0: Did you watch the t- ESPN 30 for 30 on no, him? No, I haven't wow. seen it.
1: It's the best documentary I've like, ever watched.
0: Like I love rugby the name of it so I can get up yeah. it fully? Yeah. I, I absolutely oh, yeah. love Rugby. Be, it's five hours.
2: Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's five
0: episodes, an hour an episode.
2: It's not the thing with Cuba Good Junior. No, 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 it's a documentary. It's the, the most forensic, captivating like. documentary oh, I've man. ever watched. I'm so happy I have something to watch on the plane
1: in <laughs> Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, like, I, I absolutely love rugby. Like, I, yeah. if you took rugby away from me, I'd cry. Like, but and I'm not trying to attack rugby. It's no, just no, no. But, oh, yeah, exactly. what you're saying? I'm with this. Like, some of the hits, and they're no longer tackles. They're fucking yeah. hits. They've renamed them. Nobody calls it a tackle anymore. They call it a hit because the velocity. Really? Yeah, hit, they changed the wording on it. Nearly well, like pretty much Commentators anybody. and stuff. Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? It's, and it's the power, the pace, everything that goes into that tackle, their neck and head jarred. There is yeah. no way their brain isn't just swishing around inside their head. Yeah and bouncing and causing these sub-concussive blows that are so fucking dangerous it's just it's yeah. impossible like. and the thing is with rugby, like it's it's kind of a new
2: profession in a way so you're not going to really see only mean professional
1: it. in 1995 you're not going to see the effects and, for a and, while
2: and to be honest the first generation of the UFC the kind of guys around the 90s and stuff that was like that was crazy that was yeah. back then it's come a long way since then there's far more rules the unified rules have been introduced and people are more knowledgeable about even training like even like you know guys will tell you about here over in Ireland back in the day just like Basically, fucking putting on a pair of gloves, whatever, and just lumping the heads away. off each other. Yeah. So.
0: Where do you see it going now? With, like, this was, was this report released too soon, or.
2: The report was, I, I mean.
0: Because they well, sport- From
2: what I understand, from what I understand, that it is still definitely an option that I double M double A will go under the IMAC banner. Okay. Even after that situation happened. So I don't. But from we- what, what I've heard. Is IMAC probably didn't want that coming out, right? Because were were you
1: also? I think it was yourself, or maybe somebody else, saying that this is just one option. Oh yeah,
2: no, like like basically the ideal situation. What what IMMAA? I hate saying that. That's that's the Irish (laughs) MMA federation or association. So basically, what they would want if. Like, basically, like, to maximize probably the funding that they could get, they'd probably be better off having their own body. Like, say, like, amateur boxing has their own body, amateur judo has their own body, amateur karate has their own body. So, that would probably be ideal for MMA. But, in terms of the government, they probably want to say, look, look, go under this, we already have a martial arts thing here. You know, surely you can go into this. But... Can you blame the, MMA, the the MMA Association for not probably being filled with confidence now after they've been said not it's not a sport? When the funding comes in for the martial arts, how much are IMAC going to give in yeah, the direction yeah. of, of MMA if they don't think it's a sport? And especially with a sport that they're trying to get WADA approved and they're trying to get approved from the IOC and Sport Accord. I mean, that's going to cost money. That's going to yeah. cost money, so yeah. I don't know.
0: So we're like... Is there any time frames in place as to when this is <laughs> going to happen?
2: At least three or four years to get it regulated. Three
0: or four years before it gets regulated? That's what I've been
2: hearing. I don't know an awful lot about it, but that's Jerry Gilroy telling me that. Um, what
0: does this mean then from the for the, the, dom- the, the th- d- domestic scene? Um, Not
2: a lot uh, because the fights are at present, no one can stop them happening because there is no uh, governing body. Nobody can stop. Uh, but basically what can happen is I
0: am, I so <laughs> Obama at the, at, at the tree arena, that can't be stopped.
2: No. Okay. No, and that has I-M-M-A- IMMAA, I hate saying this shit, <laughs> uh, that has their approval. Okay. So basically, it's more to do with the amateurs, the IMMAA, as I'll call them now, but if they pull, if they, if you don't have everything up to scratch by their standards, which is like medics, uh, weigh-ins, everything perfectly in tune with the I-M-A-A-F, uh rule setting, they'll pull their support. Okay. So then, if they pull the support, they own all the, the all the fighters are uh, need to be in the IWMA to compete. You know that's that's generally going to be the rule. And that comes this,
1: in. The, the, this is in. these are the rules now that like CAT scans are. Yeah. scans. well, or I don't blood know tests. if that applies
2: to amateurs, but they have blood tests, everything oh, sorry, like that. Tests, so if like. if they got to an event, say, and then they, all the officials were from IWMA, all all the kind of the medics they were they were up to scratch. But if something just wasn't right they could pull every fighter from that card. So why would you risk it as a promoter?
0: Of course, yeah. To put selling on, tickets and, yeah. and in the arena. And yeah,
2: I think there was an issue as well with, um I haven't got this for sure, but can you remember after Joe died, there was a lot of events that were cancelled immediately. Yeah. yeah, I think that yeah. became an insurance issue then. Yeah, it was insurance.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I heard that a couple of times. I heard the one, one in the um, problem, the, one on the rights venue and so. The yeah, yeah. um, In terms of, I just want to move on a bit to the hooligan. In terms of Paddy Huland's retirement. Yeah. What what was the situation there in terms of, did he get a medical or...
2: Well, this is something Paddy knew about his whole life, but he actually, he was taking a supplement for it and therefore he thought he didn't, um, he he thought he was perfect because Mm. basically it's like, it's nearly like hemophilia where he's missing a factor in his blood and that will... I know I'm saying this wrong because he did correct me on it before. It's like, it's not clotting that it stops, but it costs something similar. Like when he bleeds, okay. it's more intense than it would be safer for me and you. Okay. So basically the main concern from MMA medics was if a cranial bleed happened, yeah, would he bleed a lot more substantially than other people? But Paddy, like I said, like I've never had issues with this. Like this has never been a thing where I've been telling people before we spar and all because I'm worried about it. So, I mean, I suppose... It's a good thing for the, the the welfare fighters that they have flagged this, and They have got it, and you can't kind of sneak through the cracks. Is it a bit harsh? I don't think so. No.
1: Like, I think when it comes to safety, I think you've got it. To you've got it. I'd happened.
2: love look. I'd love it. Paddy Hewlin used to get out every every octagon he was in and come over and give me a big hug and press And When you are a nobody guy from Ireland reporting the sport, that means everything. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Unbelievably nice person, like has helped me my whole life. But um, like, he doesn't think he get hurt. But if something never happened to him...
0: Yeah. What's he, the worst that can happen? Well,
1: like a cranial, cranial bleed. A cranial bleed, bleed on like the brain. He can't oh, stop, you know? So, okay.
2: so that's what they were worried about. More so than a cut in the face... Or, or caught on the arm or whatever. They're worried about if his brain so, starts bleeding. Yeah, hypothetically, if something happened yeah. to the brain, okay. but like, Con- kind like, of, I mean, sorry. Paddy's said he never had a problem with it, <laughs> hmm. but like, look, it's, he's landed on his feet. He has the gym in Talla now, which is getting lots and lots and lots of people down through the doors to train him. He's like the king of Talla. How so. did he find out about it? He knew about this since he's a kid. No, but how did the UFC find out about it? It was something weird. Like it was like a third party. I think. I think. I don't know. I might be wrong about this, but. From, this could be something different that I'm just mixing up with this. <laughs> but as far as I know, he had, say, he was getting his cuts checked. This is just for instance, this isn't an exact. Say he was getting his cuts checked after the smoker fight. Yeah. It was a third party medical team that did that, that would have to send a report to UFC. Right. So on that report, just a silly little sentence was like, oh, Paddy suffers from blah, blah, blah. And that was the end of
0: it. And then they seen and they're like, hold on. Yeah, we but so, to do they, they,
2: but in fairness, he said they went through a lot. Like, I mean, they went to different medical teams. Like, like they were like, right, we won't even get, we won't just do first, second, third opinion. We'll, we'll get five different opinions on this, yeah. and every single one of them said, like,
0: yeah, you got to no. give it up. Yeah, just it's, in case.
2: In one sense, it's a pity because it was he was amazing so amazing man. to see. Pat. Like he was that main event everybody thought I had no business being the main event of that show nah but they absolutely big. lit the place yeah, on fire man yeah. that was unbelievable was I was crazy. just
0: disappointed with his walkout music being the script I was only came out I can't remember yeah well, I was the, like
2: aw uh, oh, Paddy what <laughs> I can remember I was on the MMA hour the day after that and I was like that was the equivalent of the two lads just standing in the pocket and throwing haymakers at each other. Yeah, in terms of grappling, yeah, like that's yeah, what it was, like. Yeah. Cuz you could see like Paddy keeps sacrificing position. That's how he that's how he ends up on on his neck. Like. Yeah. Paddy keeps on just oh, I want to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving.
0: You t- you talk about um main event uh his last fight yeah. in Dublin, but even opening oh, uh, the yeah. UFC's return to Dublin that was with, it, with a full arena. That the, them two fought. events.
2: Them two events. UFC Dublin in uh, 2014. And then Mendes, they're the best. Like, they're yeah. never going to be done yeah. again. No, like, never. Like, and I, I hate to say it because I'm going on. The like, these, are, like, don't get me wrong. Nate Diaz and Connor was a great fight. Aldo mm. was a sp- fantastic moment. But just to have all the Irish there, like, when yeah. you know, was the match was just full of plastic patties. Americans dressed up as. Uh, did you know was that? Like, there was only. Yeah, a
0: yeah, few. there was. Yeah, there was. There was no. Um, You're
2: the only familiar face I really saw at that one. And now this time, I actually. I can remember around Mendez, everybody knew someone was going. If you weren't yeah. going yourself, everybody knew
0: someone was going. I don't know anyone that's going We know, way. We knew loads at the Mendez. For Do you me know what I mean? Like, everybody this yeah.
1: one was that accumulation, though. It was yeah. that thing. And for a lot of people, though, I mean, look, at the end of the day, it's not cheap to go to it's Vegas, not. man. You know? And that's what kills of our people. I'm sure people even just voted. to eliminate one flight if they did them in Boston and New York and so, it was yeah. so good. Oh, well that's that's the beauty now in New York and hopefully that well hopefully. yeah if, if they start putting Connor on them cards one the flight is so much shorter it's a beautiful direct it's flight just the
2: getting off one plane and getting on the yeah. other one is just a killer it's a
1: it pain is, in the hell, it's, it's disgusting eh? it's
0: absolutely but, rotten um, Connor's probably not going to find Dublin again is he <sighs> not
2: un- not unless he suffers some terrifying losses <laughs> 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 you know he's on the back end of his career
0: has he like. There was times where even Dana tweeted out, "Connor beats and so he if Connor beats Jose, he defends the title in Dublin." Yeah, like, Logi- they were just
2: completely unaware of the situation. Though, Logistic nightmare, really. Yeah. So
0: and even Connor though, Connor was very vocal and press saying, oh, "I'm bringing, I'm going to fight back in Dublin. I'm going to fight back in Dublin." Like, has he stopped? Yeah, I, I you know?
2: remember the last time he commented, on it. he was just like, "It's not going to happen. Like, we have it there. We can do it." But it's not going to happen. Like If you think about yeah. the turning off Bruce Springsteen at 11 o'clock at night, down there around
0: Grove, But should sure, the yeah. UFC Manchester card now in October starting at 5am?
2: Yeah, well that's the thing they could do in Cardiff. That's one yeah, thing they were thinking
1: a, of. There's but a roof on the stadium there. Honestly, wow, honestly yeah. I think the opportunity might be gone to do that. I th- look, here's the thing and uh, uh, like, I'm not a big fan of saying it because of the fact that at the end of the day it's one loss and people have come back from far worse but that loss against Diaz killed a lot of his momentum mm. and it killed I think a lot of beforehand you had this thing of i call the shots, all this and he had this swagger yeah. he had this. that momentum with the public or momentum? with everything okay. when it was almost like he called the shots in the ufc were like yep go for it yeah because he's in money for them like just constantly turning money mm. everything that he says like this whole mystic mac thing even the fact that you know he's doing that babe thing, a calling the shot and it's happening and then this bump in the road suddenly makes people go "Rain it in kid Rain it in I don't
0: know well, I think he was very humble and all that no it? he was, no, I'm, not he was I'm not saying he was I'm
1: not saying nothing about humbleness it's just momentum it kills the momentum but do you know what
2: I, I mean yeah. I don't think it was it's it's that as much I think it's just compassion fatigue in that people have seen him compete so often since then
1: well that too compassion
2: yeah.
0: fatigue what a fucking word man i uh, uh, said on about
2: 16 podcasts man. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like when when Mendez was there <laughs> when Mendez was there in that fight though didn't it just feel like that was when he was on top of the world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They, they could Everything. have got, at the drop of a hat, 80,000 people in the Crow Park then. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, like, I think they could still do great in Crow Park, but am I like, confident that it'd sell it out? No. no. No, but I was back then. Yeah, it Last be the same. year, I was like, yeah. you definitely sell it out. Probably cut sell, sell out think. Lansdowne Road. The, the, just the atmosphere over there was just madness. It was crazy. I'm sure what I imagine we probably missed in 1990, when everyone yeah. was over there. That's I, what I felt like.
1: I... I've gone to a lot of UFCs, and I've gone any UFC I go to, I go to the weigh-ins. It's just part and parcel yeah. Like, I have never seen Joe Rogan stop to take a photo. Yeah. Of and at one eighty nine, you could actually see him going, "Holy shit!" Yeah.
0: But the weigh-ins for Dustin Poirier were sensational as well. that yeah, that was in yeah, a little ball. Did he
1: say yeah. when he goes?
0: Was, was man, it me, in a ball? No,
1: Happy Soldier, yeah. I yeah. yeah. Came on with Happy
0: for it. Yeah. It was just in a little ballroom. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, but it was because Dustin got so upset that with was, everyone. It was, it
0: was, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say, it was a big ballroom, in fairness. Yeah, no it was it weird, was <laughs> you know, but I yeah. mean... No, I know. Yeah, in, in comparison, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. We're but, in the fucking soul. Like,
2: the, the MGM Grand Garden Arena is sold out to see some lads hop up on the scales on their underpants. W- like, unbelievable. Crazy.
1: Like, it's Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, We're running out what? of time here. PT, the, the, the gate is closing to get back to the north side.
0: Um, and <laughs> again. What, what do you make of, uh, say... Begrudgery towards Connor. It's
2: it's like um, do you care or? No, I used to get upset about it. I wrote a few articles about it back in the day. Not that not upset about it, but I'd just be like to address it. It's the thing about Connor is, um, and the reason why so many people got behind him was if you remember back when he made his debut, our generation were bollocks. Like there was no jobs, yeah, there, there was, was no one. there was no opportunities for college graduates. And next of all, you have this fella coming out. Like, from a sport that nobody's ever heard of in the country, telling you, I'm going to be the world champion, I'm going to be the best. He just It was so weird to see an Irish guy doing that, because usually all of our champions are so unassuming. And then we have this guy coming out, like, even though the, com- the country's on its knees, most of his generation's on their knees at the time, and he's just like, oh, yeah, no, he's never heard of this. No, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be the best. I'm going to yeah. be the best ever. And then, then it just started to snowball. He starts calling the shots, like you said. Everything. Then the, the swagger came. Just like he became like a a more animated version of what he already was, you know, yeah. what I mean? he knew how to do that, he knew how to peacock perfectly. He was almost
0: like a pro wrestler kind of charisma,
2: yeah. He doesn't care what you like, he, he doesn't care if you think he's an arsehole, he doesn't care if you think he's god. But once you're thinking about him, that's all he gives a shit about, yeah. That's and right. that's that's probably
0: that's the best way you can be when it comes to the fight game. The uh, only
1: thing worse than somebody talking about you is somebody not talking exactly. about you, exactly, yeah, especially do- in that game. Man.
0: But I think, the, I think the uh, the regurgit has completely died down.
2: Yeah, weird, yeah. I think, to be honest, when I think about it, I think he learned an awful lot from how Rousey, how badly she was uh, received when she lost. Hmm. Everyone's like, oh, look, she's covering her face and blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, he had, like not that he wouldn't have reacted that way anyway, but yeah. having seen how badly that she was kind of dragged through the dirt about that, yeah. like, I thought that was ridiculous. Was ridiculous. He's, like, he's, he's yeah. owned
1: the loss. He, I think he's, yeah. he's, he's done it very well. I said he's been humble about it, he's accepted it, and he's just said, this is where it went wrong in the song. on fix it. I don't yeah.
0: think Rousey showed up for the post No, post comments, no she, you, yeah. she went she to hospital. Yeah. Yeah, so she, she had to get straight. her teeth pulled
1: out of her face. Holly's yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> leg. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we all know uh, you're a bit of a closet pro wrestling fan.
2: I'm not at all. I don't yeah, <laughs> you're,
0: you're always tweeting when it's on. So, <laughs> oh, did you see that that Yeah. yeah. The, yeah, Joe's yeah <laughs> You pretend, you pretend you didn't know it was on and all of a sudden you're tweeting oh, every year you're for about the Royal Rumble. and, and
2: there was WrestleMania. I'm going to do that every year from now on because I tried it last year just to annoy people and it went so well. I was getting shout-outs on all of these weird podcasts. Some guy freaked out at me, like properly went mental.
0: Well, I said to Danny uh, ZPT uh pretending he doesn't like wrestling but stayed up till 5am to watch WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you wait, um, Connor the the conference call last week, he was asked about... A future appearance in in WWE, yeah. considering Ronda made uh oh, appearance, I'd say. and and his his answer back, like calling the McMahon's the Dons and calling the Rock a Don, calling Triple H a Don, and then his tweet saying he'll beat the whole roster twice on yeah. Sunday. That's surely going to happen in the future.
2: Um, like I mean, they can offer him mental money as well. Yeah, but, I you say know, money you be silly not to do it. You know. Um,
0: I think it would be excellent
2: yeah. I'd be peace like I mean that's he's so good at doing that anyway do you know what I mean when he's not involved there I'd say he'd be quality Like, mm. but uh, yeah the, the the wrestling now of, of, I used to love wrestling when I was a kid and then they got rid of the Ultimate Warrior and that was the end of it I, I love the Ultimate Warrior <laughs> I mean I used to have this jacket right with the tassels on them <laughs> I, mean, I used to ask her kind of wear at the school and all I she'd be like your mask denim jacket a with the tassels leather jacket with tassels on it i would be like please I'm to look like the ultimate warrior come on she sprinting through out. the yard yeah you know, we've never really got on yeah. since then when did that, but, you know, we're working on it and now he's brown
1: bread in in, in so, all honesty though yeah that that whole thing like if you remember I remember Mike Tyson do you uh, not think the wrestlers are in on it though do you, like
2: all them getting upset like they were like yeah okay let's, well let's if they're if they're
0: legitimately upset it's ridiculous because then he's like playing them with their own game because the, their the whole thing one, is a show and yeah. you know they
1: they have to be in on it they have they? to be in on it the only one to question particularly Seamus the only one that question is Ric Flair because Ric Flair goes on some mad shit yeah
0: he goes on a bit a few he's probably locked as well I was going to say
1: he he goes bananas at times like he's a great person oh but, stop
0: I mean there was there, there's, there's a couple <laughs> of Irish stars now in, in it like yeah, surely they that Seamus Shameless, and Becky Lynch and Finn. Friend sure, of the they show. were they
2: were fighting. Becky Lynch was fighting the night I was watching it. The WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Irish
0: young one. Yeah, Where's she from? <laughs> uh,
3: don't
2: Val know. I thought she was from Bray. No, no, no. no that's friend of the show, Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. I'm a big fan of wrestling. As I told you. is,
3: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> is he even on the show as well. Yeah, yeah. man, we had you Finn like this is a bad night for you, isn't it, PT Carroll? <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a downgrade. <laughs> I'm only
3: joking. It's a slow one, but you know, what happens. You to stay regular. Got to keep it regular. People
2: are away. You That's <laughs> it. That <No> one's <laughs>
0: break my I, I think. I think he's going to show up. What do, What do you make of uh, What do you make of the bandwagon? Or I hate using the term bandwagon mm-hmm. now, but what do you make of some fans that have jumped on since Connors came on the scene, and then they claim that they're. Oh, well, that's they've been funny. around twenty years since the beginning funny. of the sport. Like
2: I don't, mind. like I love, I love talking you, about MMA. I, you i Sorry, the bandwagon people, it is fine. Like I love talking about MMA. Like I, lo- like literally love it. Talk about it all day. But I don't like the the MMA is killing people uh, debate. Like yeah. I just can't. Like in some, like, you'd be surprised how often I do that. Like, like I go to my local pub and a. People are going to talk about Conor McGregor all day to me. Like Do you all put day.
0: the Gay Network on the local club? Oh, my
2: God, man. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> fu- that is the funniest thing. I thought I was a legend. And up there, Graham is sound. Look at that. Whatever the channel was. And I went up and I was like... All right, lads, uh, they've unblocked their channels, and am like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I put I them, on. It? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we got the channels and all. Everyone the yeah. podcast. <laughs> look it up. There it is. Gay nation all over the Heartstown house. <laughs>
1: Heartstown Jesus house.
2: Christ. I'm telling you. It scared a lot of people. Like the free view thing came up and all. Like, I had a little clip on or whatever. <laughs> and, like, so I'm looking at your man thinking I'm a legend. Like, I didn't even look at the TV. I'm like, is it on there and he looked at me like, and yeah, f- <laughs> <laughs> all my mates came back to the table because I'm out of town lads watch this I come back to the table 8 lads just howling like yo that? <laughs> you should have you were <laughs> in on the joke oh, yeah, he absolutely stung me over there oh. I couldn't because I was telling him how great it was like oh my friends
1: uh, he knows the channel oh it was awful. he knows he? <laughs> <laughs> you can't trust anything this lad sends you any video no, you clip now you can't oh, I was the, the first movie. person that saw that day because it was just now, and I was like, Oh, legend. The <laughs> amount of times I he sent me a message with a video clip, and it looks like some football match or something from wrestling or something. And I'm in Tesco, and I go, Oh, what's the matter sent me? and I open it, and it gets through three seconds in, and it turns into porn really <laughs> loud.
2: <laughs> that <laughs> thing, Ooh,
1: I hate that man every other week with this man, man. How, look but I actually I'm disappointed with some of the shit
2: I'll click on for that. <laughs> <laughs> like i like, really did you really think that was gonna be yeah. that like yeah. oh my god where you get um, Wi-Fi on your WhatsApp you like the next
0: one
1: uh-huh. <laughs> 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 oh good lord lads <sighs> it's time to take <laughs>
0: It's been emotional, PT. But bottomless yeah.
1: barbecue time. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah>. Session. <laughs> so um yeah, PT is right, actually. But look, before we plug them, PT, if people aren't already following you, which they should be. Should be following. They should be. Absolutely. Yeah. Where can where Ficks. can they well besides the fact that you're yeah, right, let's see if I get right news talk. Yeah. Fightland Voice. Yeah. Or Voice Fightlander. We, Whatever, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, one of them. They're very particular probably about it. Severe <laughs> MMA. Severe, Severe MMA. MMA. Yeah. The the mirror. Yes, and uh, you have your own podcast. Well, you yeah. you're, you're a podcast contributor. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I would not
2: Like I feel wrong saying that because like Noel does absolutely everything, and I just kind of show up and give out to him for Sounds an hour. Sounds
1: familiar. Sounds familiar, Danny.
2: It's the dream role. Let's be honest, Graham. You know? <laughs> I
0: build <beat> the guests.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> so, Some of the guests. <laughs> yeah, talk to the rolls. guests yeah Talking Brawls is great I'm actually I'm happy that I get to do a, a podcast and I know Noel ages so it's great Like it's actually helped us so much <clears throat> like, he broke the Dan Henderson news yeah. a couple of weeks ago like, yeah. so he's a good skin Noel as much as I hate saying it but uh, no, <laughs> he is a good lad and um, yeah, so is Danny yeah thanks absolutely I love Danny I'm a massive fan <laughs> but uh, yeah I'm sure there's other places i right for it. Flow Combat as well but yeah. can't think of any else to be honest
1: yeah, with you yeah I have to say the, the Talking Brawls podcast I really enjoy man and it kills me to plug another podcast on this podcast. But in fairness to you, you start fucking running that shit. I don't watch that. I listen to it. So I <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe you. Yeah. Yeah, when no, do you fly
0: no. out to Vegas?
2: Tuesday. 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 So I'm going to have OJ now at least. Thank God. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely get on that. It's really, Sean one.
2: Sheehan's telling me to watch a thing called Veep. Have you seen that? No. Veep is shit. Sean. this is why we don't get recommendations off sorry man but V I never even heard of it he just told me I was like oh damn that's how
0: easily led I am okay power (laughs) does crap as well avoid that well Elaine
2: just was watching that fella power humping little tiny blonde and I just see this massive beautiful black arse of a man in power belting people out of it and i would be like Elaine what's going on I he's just belting this board out of it now Have have you
1: watched ballers
0: yeah, yeah I haven't probably. watched season 2 yet Well
1: there There'll be four, 4 or is 5 good episodes, good? episodes By the time Is it on? good yeah Yeah I'm enjoying season 1 I, I love season two, yeah. 1 is, right? is, that, is that
0: You idea? saying that's the lane watching power Yeah Yeah the first season is grand There's diddies everywhere Then the second one the oh, It's just terrible I finished season I watched season 2 last night The finale was awful What
2: was season 2 just released then
0: No season 3 I think I
2: didn't. I wasn't comfortable with it. me just looking up from Microsoft Word to see this fella just plowing boards over. <laughs> That's the I was Like this is not realistic. <laughs> people don't like. Why I love the Sopranos is because of the sex scenes. Just a board on top of him. He doesn't move. He grunts a few times. It's over. The Reality. sex
1: scenes and power are just there for the crack. <laughs> They're showcases.
2: He's just spinning boards around.
1: They're just there for the crack. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, yeah no sorry I disagree on Veep I wouldn't recommend Veep right. um,
2: we'll go OJ five hours that's fine definitely go
1: yeah. I
0: swear to god you'll love it it's yeah. the best yeah. documentary ever I think well, it's it's Good. Best Sporting doc- would We call it Sporting documentary. Well, it, it is, yeah. It's after it's the Notorious it's and after 10,000 there's, there's one part, <laughs> yeah.
1: there's a, a part in it where it, it, it focuses on this whole thing of OJ doing 2,000 yards in a season or something. Yeah, yeah. Does it go it's through all incredible. the conspiracy
2: theories and all related to it? Or?
0: No, but no. it goes, it dwells deep into. Did you watch? The, first, the first episode, you're kind of going, why are they talking about this? And then at the end of it, you're like, Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love did
1: them <laughs> you, did you watch the American Crime Story thing with Kim yeah and all that yeah, if you watch it. that you love this if you haven't watched that and you watch this I think this will be a harder watch but yeah. if you've watched Possibly, the, yeah. if you've watched the kind of dramatized mm. version and then you watch this you love
0: it yeah, yeah. it's it's an advantage if you've watched yeah. the dramatized I thought that was brilliant anyway. it was, very yeah, well it was brilliant yeah. poor
1: yeah. old um, juice
0: but <laughs> <laughs> this, juice some Christ. of the footage and the archive footage they have Mental. they obtained is yeah. sensational I'm looking forward to it
1: what are you on the Twitter?
2: At Petey Carol, P E T E S Y. Carroll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere there is somebody. Like else. the cigarettes carols,
2: not the the Christmas shop. ones <laughs> yeah.
1: so, somewhere outside somebody's
2: going is that two R's and two L's
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you spell P T, he spelled pizza why couldn't
2: he spell the rest of it <laughs> <laughs> Someone like when I go to America I'm not messing with you like I was checking into a place one day this is how stupid Americans are I'm sorry if you're American and listen to this <laughs> someone just goes to me hello Mr. Carol.
3: C- that clearly
2: says fucking Carol. Love alright clearly <laughs> it's a well known name you Pete Carroll over there The Seahawks My da
1: You know sure, what I mean look, They can't even Should you ever hear An intro Your man can't even Say Graham properly <laughs> yeah, he's just Graham. 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 I want to go back to the old intro. Graham Merrigan. <laughs>
0: Coroll. Oh, I meant to say congratulations to listener Richie Doyle who had a baby. Well, 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 his partner had a baby. But yeah.
2: yeah. Hope I entertained it. you. Sorry, it's not one of the big guys. <laughs> one <of> the big <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Finn Baylor wasn't here. <laughs> Balor, get her away, will Balor, he yeah, it right, Balor.
1: Yeah, I know. I know wrestling. Oh, speaking of Baylor, it's time we went.
3: Yeah. Look at Daniel Bryan.
1: We started with segways. We'll fucking finish with segways. <laughs> <next time. laughs> It's patrickcastle.com Check me out on Facebook And don't forget That barbecue lads Time is running out And if you don't I'm get i li- I'm going to that I'm not messing man, with you Man before you head off On Tuesday A big feed Come yeah. down on Friday Yeah It's on a Friday You said only Friday yeah, evening 60. Yeah Unlimited field man 27 quid You were saying earlier You'd like to make your money back You'd make your petrol money From <laughs> black. <laughs> i telling you now I want to get Absolutely shit faced <laughs> If it's
2: the so. a bottle of barbecue or something. Yeah Elaine go on Roll out the old... <laughs> that was my poor... Don't, oh, no, don't forget, you. lads. We are
1: at WTS Pod everywhere and anywhere. Uh, Graham's at Merigamania. I'm at Danjo Murray. All the previous chapters that we plugged throughout this episode... <laughs> beautifully, by the way. Even Pete's got on that shit like a pro. You can check all email out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean. Every fucking place there is a podcast because I push that shit like a little druggie down the pier. You will find us. <laughs> Really trying man Really really trying Making it rain You're always doing it now with, Without catching breath Very good Yeah thanks man Thanks We'll um, be back next week With a guest who won't be Anywhere near as good as PT That's being nice It's Finn isn't it It's Finn <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he, he won't return my text yeah. <laughs> In fairness man 300 in one day Was a bit much you know what I mean It was like the Tinder incident All over Are you on Tinder <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh
1: <laughs> good luck, good Goodbye. Say goodbye, <laughs> lads. Until next week. Good night. God bless, P.T. Thank
2: you. Thank you, lads. Cheers.